Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's noon in Maricorruption County, Arizona, and time for your weekly a Trifactor Nooner with Michelle on the Everything Home Dog Radio Show. <laughs> We're your censorship-free, safe space, sanctuary, speakeasy for patriots. Everything Our Hump Day Live studio audience is ready to take action and are very excited for our special guest joining me from Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox to kick off the second hour of the show. The only woman in Washington who's fighting for we the people, the notorious MTG Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, everybody. She'll be here in Mesa, Anarchy, Arizona, this Friday at 6.30 p.m., joined by Congressman Matt Gates for the America First Rally. Tickets are free. Just go to the Take Action tab at everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Click the Live Events page, and there's a big graphic with her pretty face. Hope you can join us to take back our country from the crazy, regressive, Marxist, extreme left radicals. Put on your common sense caps. We the people take out your pen and paper. It's Make It Happen May. Today's topic is on episode 213, Hate for Jews, Take Action, Fitness, Personal Growth, Podcast, America First, COVID, Propaganda, and the Truth, and special guests, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and Dr. Larry Palevsky, delivered by our partners of the Everything Home, Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Betsy Wurzel, why is there so much hate for Jewish people, especially from our elected officials? Me, take action items and breaking news. Fitz Kohler, fitness is more than exercise. She's inspiring people to thrive and survive with perspective, passion, and positivity. Preston Weeks, personal transformational power mixed with scientific information to create the most impactful lives. Mr. Peter Clow, a free resource to assist independent podcast creators in developing, growing, and monetizing their podcast. And our special guest, for Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox at 1 p.m. on the notorious MTG Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, everyone's favorite freedom fighter, and Dr. Larry Palevsky. He's taking the COVID propaganda to an entirely new level of consciousness and delivering the truth about the Wuhan flu agendas, vaccines. Remember, it's not a vaccine, but an experimental biological agent with mRNA technology, tracking devices, operating systems, and fetal tissue from aborted babies. Yes, that's right. Dead babies and so much more in his fascinating interview so be sure to stick around for the second hour of the show facts truth take action items resources and of course some entertainment visit everythinghomeresourceplatform.com for more information on today's guests their shows their websites and everything you need to grow your business enhance the quality of your life and make a difference especially in your communities 
one location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform. Bookmark it, make it your new homepage. Start your day with everything home resource platform.com. We're your censorship free safe space sanctuary. Speak easy for patriots. Breaking news. Here's a soundbite to remind you just how much the angry, violent, Marxist, radical demon rats hate notorious MTG because they're threatened by her leadership and passion to put we the people and America first. They're the real insurrectionists and racists, not the inclusivists and uniters they claim to be. Hi there. This is for the pool. I'm with NBC. I'm Leanne Caldwell. Hi. Hi. Um, so can you tell me about uh, why you think it is so important to ask Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for a debate, and she says that she feels threatened by it? So she feels threatened to be able to discuss the policy of the Green New Deal. Is that what she's saying? The, the manner of which you can there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the manner. Here, I'll explain some that I was just talking about up there. Since I have been a member of Congress, I have been kicked off of my committees by the Democrats when there were no ethics violations against me. Not one. I did nothing wrong. You know what else happened? Representative Cory Bush attacked me in the tunnel, screaming at me, screaming. I never said a word to her. She goes by screaming at me to put on a mask. That's a verbal assault. You want to know what else happened? The delegate from Guam marches the National Guard on my office. Can you imagine on a woman's office, a female member of Congress, I had over 30 National Guard marched on my office by the delegate of Guam. Thank God I wasn't in there. What else happened? Marie Newman that lives across, across the hall from me. She shoulder-checked me right there inside in front of the Capitol Police yesterday. And I, she went by, hit my shoulder, and said, excuse me. She said nothing back, kept going out the door. That's a physical assault. Today, Eric Swalwell, walking in here, my staffer nicely says to him, Congressman, you don't have to wear your mask anymore, because by, was what Biden said yesterday. He chases my staffer inside, everybody saw it, and gets in his face, curses at him, saying, you don't tell me what to do. This, the Democrats are the, are the party of aggression and violence. We have AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, publicly and on their social media and speaking on the House floor, supporting Hamas, terrorists who are attacking Israel with rocket fire after rocket fire, and they're supporting the terrorists. They're also supporting Antifa and BLM terrorism all over the country. And then I get harassed by the press every single day about January 6th, and I've said the entire time, literally starting on that day during the riot, how much I'm upset by it, how much I'm against it, and, and how appalled at it that I am. I was a victim of it as well. So if we want to talk about assault, if we want to talk about aggressive behavior, you need to be interviewing the Democrats. And AOC should be able to debate her policy because I'm a successful business owner. She's never done that. Today's topics on episode 213, Hate for Jews, Take Action, Fitness, Personal Growth, Podcast, America First, COVID, Propaganda, and the Truth, and special guest Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and Dr. Larry Pilevsky. It's May 19th, day 429 of 15 Days to Slow the Spread. Yes, that's correct. It's day 429 of 15 Days to Slow the Spread. Snap out of it!
It's time to rip off your dirty mask. They don't work. They actually make you sick and are a symbolism of control and tyranny. Reclaim your freedoms. Go back to normal. Take action to stand up to the Nazi regime. Stop acting like we the sheeple and reopen America 100%. We're your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speak easy for patriots. Now it's time to meet the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Today's stopping on episode 213, Hate for Jews, Take Action, Fitness, Personal Growth Podcast, America First, COVID, Propaganda and the Truth, Special Guest, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and Dr. Palevsky. First up is Miss Betsy Wurzel. She's the host of Chatting with Betsy podcast. But today we're talking about why is there so much hate for Jewish people, especially from our elected leaders, audience, big round of applause. How are you today, Betsy? Hi, Michelle. I'm great. How are you doing? I am fired up. I am en fuego, man. I am en fuego. (laughs) I love your show. I just love your, you know, patriotism and... I just wish it would catch on. Why do people hate Jews, Michelle? I'm probably not going to be too popular when I say this, but I'm going to speak the truth. People hate Jews, not all. It goes back to Bible days. And if you believe the Bible, I believe the Bible. I believe it is the literal word of God. Jews are the chosen people. Whether people Mm -hmm. want to believe that or not, God chose the Jews. Out of the Jewish people came the Messiah, Jesus. Satan doesn't like that. So Satan has tried to destroy the Jewish people. But God promised in Genesis 3.15, I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. That is why Israel will always be standing. Israel will not be destroyed. God promised that. And, I mean, I am a a Jewish Christian. I face anti-Semitism. Politicians don't like Jews. I'm not going to say all of them, but because it's not popular. And they uh, defend the Arabs. And, you know, people say that, oh, the Jews run the press. Well, the Jews run the press. Why is it always anti-Semitic when Israel defends herself? No other country, and I want people to listen to me, no other country would stand for this nonsense of rockets being thrown over their borders. Do you think China would tolerate that or Russia? I don't think so. <laughs> I do not think so. Yeah, so not at why? all. Right. So why is it when Israel does something, they always show, um, like, I think it's more pro-Arab side? I don't think people realize that sometimes when the Israeli army does uh, target bombing, they will call that building and say, clear out. Hamas, you don't see them calling Israel and saying, uh, clear out the building. And Arabs are treated better in Israel, even though some Arabs think it's uh, apartheid, 
state it's not, than they are in their own country. And when the Arabs took over the the West Bank and the Jews had to leave, they had, uh, what do you call the greenhouses. It was beautiful. They destroyed it. Now, you know, I'm not saying be anti-Arab. I can't, <laughs> can't help it. It's my Jewish upbringing. I faced anti-Semitism. I faced bigotry. My, gra- my grandparents, uh, my mom's parents, came to this country before World War I because they were kicked out of Europe for being Jewish. My father was tarred and feathered to a tree because he's Jewish. He was Jewish. He's gone now. But this is why. And if you believe the Bible, God is written by mostly Jewish people. The New Testament churches were Jewish people. So when anyone says they're a Christian or professes to be a Christian and they hate Jews, you better check yourself because how can you hate a Jew when your Messiah, your Savior, came from Jewish blood? It doesn't make sense. Well, and it doesn't help that the current administration and many of the politicians that are in office aren't sticking up for the Jewish people and for Israel. They're actually siding with Iran and Hamas, which are known uh, and designated terrorist organization, right? Hamas is. And then, of course, Biden in these bills gave something like $300 million to the Palestinian Authority, and it was unconditional. So they just took it as, hey, we can go do whatever we want. So two months after being in office, all of a sudden there is war in the Middle East when we were having the Abraham Accords and there was peace when Trump was in there because he stopped the money. And now all of a sudden they have, we're fueling the flames. We're, we, are, we are giving them the money. And of course, their political leaders have called for the beheading of Jews. People are getting slaughtered in Israel. They're actually taking the, uh, I can't remember the name of the, the, the thing that they put on their door to let people know that they are, they are Jewish. They're actually taking them down because people are knocking, you know, knocking in their doors and going in and killing them. It, it is just, it's just crazy. I mean, you've got Hamas. You've got, the, the, you've got Iran, where they want to bring down the Judeo-Christian civilization. And now they have free reign because nobody, nobody in authority positions here in the United States are doing anything about it. It's just mind-blowing that well, we're not on their side. You know, they're supposed to be one of our greatest allies, and we're abandoning them. And the American people need to stand up and say, well, hell no, we're not letting that happen yes and that's a shame because once america turns their back on israel you're going to say a whole lot of judgment from god now people could choose to believe that or not uh that's what i believe and unfortunately um i'm not like you know a real political person but anyone can see that biden is a very weak president no country has respect for him he's not he he just doesn't have it. And you have, I'm going to see if I can pronounce her name right, Kamala Harris, who I know she's married to someone who's Jewish, but is she, you know, pro-Israel? And Michelle, a lot of people may not realize this, especially now, but during the Holocaust, 
President Roosevelt turned away a ship that wanted to come to the United States. And those people went back to Europe and were slaughtered in the concentration camps because he wouldn't let them in. And people were begging him just even bomb the trains of the people going to the concentration camps, and he wouldn't do it. Uh, this is what my um, father told me about um, bombing the uh, the trains. It is very unfortunate, and it will be very unfortunate when America turns their back on Israel because judgment will come. I can I can guarantee you that. Um, we I believe are in the last days, and you just see a lot of prophecy being fulfilled now. It, it's just. Um, you know, signs of the times. And as the closer we get to the end of days, you're going to see more and more anti-Semitism. And you're exactly right. It, it is about good and evil. And the evil has been lurking and in, it's been indoctrinated into, like I said, our, our elected officials for decades, maybe even centuries, you know, that, that deep hatred. And it's just pure evil. I mean, you know, you can't say that, oh, they're, they're just not good people. No, 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 this is evil, where you want to wipe a country off the map and constantly just everything that comes out of your mouth is, is anger toward them for literally no reason, for literally no reason. And like you said, I mean, people don't want to realize, right? Maybe they're just, they don't even want to think about it. But when you're saying the end of times and you're saying, these prophecies are being fulfilled. That's accurate. And things, these, there's things happening that if you just start paying attention, you just, you look at it and go, uh-oh, this is not good. Wow, this is really, really bad. And I encourage people to open their eyes and to take a, take a look at maybe a couple of the chapters in the Bible. Uh, listen to some of the professionals that come on our show, some of the experts, like, uh, you know, listen to Dr. or to Pastor Dave Scarlett, listen to uh, Pastor Greg Young and uh, Prophet Amanda Grace. All of their shows are listed on our must-listen-to page, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com at the Take Action tab. Just take a listen to what they're saying. It's, uh, it's quite scary stuff, but you know what? We've got to stick up for Israel, stick up for Jewish people because our leadership position people are not. Betsy, plug your podcast real quick and, and give any parting words. Sure. Thank you, Michelle, for having me on. Chatting with Betsy is wherever you hear your favorite podcast. And I just want to tell people, read the Bible. Just read it from front to back, and you will see prophecy being fulfilled now and uh, in the past. So we... If we turn our back on the Jewish people and Israel, I guarantee you, you're going to see God's wrath coming down on America. And that's a fact. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing all that information and especially for speaking the truth. It takes some bravery to do that, my dear. But people need to hear it. Thank and you. Sometimes truth hurts. Sometimes it does. Thank you, Betsy. No, you're welcome. Back, Thank um, you, Michelle. You're welcome. Well, thank you. Back you. On, obviously, next month. Next month. Yes, I'm already scheduled. <laughs> oh, whoa. A little heavy, right? A little heavy, but it's important to have discussions like this based on what's going on in the world. 
because there's a bigger picture to all this, everybody. There's a bigger picture. I gave you some people to pay attention to their shows. So check that out and open your eyes and stick up for Israel. Stick up for Jewish people. They've done nothing wrong. But uh, people are out to get them. People are out to get them. It's just not right. Just not right. All right. It is 1220. I am over. I am over on my, I was supposed to be, but we've got some very interesting breaking news for my take action breaking news segments. Breaking news. Number two, the America Corruption Board of Supervisors did not attend the Arizona Senate meeting yesterday. Yet more proof they have something they're hiding, which rhymes with Biden. And remember, four of the five supervisors are establishment elite, spineless, corrupt rhinos right here in Anarchy, Arizona. Number three, during the meeting, the Cyber Ninja team announced that they did recover the deleted files from the voting machines. You know, the ones that the board erased just days before the audit. Number four, more issues found with the ballots during the audit. Serial numbers are missing on damaged ballots that were duplicated so they could be read by the vote tabulation machines, which makes it difficult to match up ballots to verify if some may have been counted twice. Hmm. Sounds like that was done by design. Number five, Anthony Fraudchi admitted he wore his mask indoors despite being vaccinated all for show and not based on science. We keep telling you he's a liar and that they keep making up all of these quote unquote CDC recommendations. It's all about control, tyranny, and dehumanizing we the people. Number six, all hell broke loose at the Scottsdale Unified School District board meeting last night. The parents were maskless and started chanting, cowards, and new board, new board. The elected elites couldn't handle the heat and were escorted out of the room by four police officers. Way to go, we the people. See, you can do this, everybody. You can go to your school board meetings. You can protest. You can get this critical race theory out of there. You can stop teaching that 1619 project crap. You can not, you can protest so that you don't have, the kids don't have to wear the mask. We already know masks don't work. They don't do anything. They hurt your health. Children are the least likely to get the COVID Wuhan flu. Kids are more likely, twice as likely, to uh, die from the regular flu than they are from this. They're three times as more likely to get struck by lightning than to get the coronavirus flu. So the reason why, and we all know this, we've talked about it, and you see it all over the news, the reason why this is all happening is control and tyranny within the school systems, with these boards, these out-of-control boards, and, of course, the teachers' union. So the parents need to gather together. Go to these school board meetings. They're having them once a month. Just show up with a bunch of other loyal and angry parents because this is not right what we're doing to these kids. It's bad enough they've been out of school for a year. The collateral damage that is going to happen to a generation of these kids is you probably won't be able to fix most of it. You probably won't. They're having learning issues. They're not being able to to, uh, develop their no, I don't want to say cognitive skills, but their skills with communication. I mean, most of them, especially when they're really young, it comes from facial recognition and facial expression. So they're lo- they've, they've lost that. They've lost all of that. 
plus a year, well, maybe some of them, it's like a year, year and a half of their lives. Completely, 100% unnecessary. And the parents need to stand up and get into these school board meetings and do the exact same things that they're doing. You saw in Scottsdale last night and other places around the country. Not to mention, where are we on time? Oh, we got time. So not to mention, go into the um, city council meetings, right? Vail, Arizona, what they did there. Those people couldn't take it. They actually left their positions. And then we, the people, voted in a whole new uh, board, right? And it's happening in Texas. It's happening in other states. It's happening in Virginia. So everybody that's listening, I need you to encourage all of your friends and family to do this in all their states. You go to the board of education meetings. You go to the city council meetings. You go to these board of supervisor meetings like we have here in Maricorruption County, and you let your voices be heard. You tell them how it's supposed to be. It's the consent of the governed. And we've allowed these people to just take control of everything. We took our eye off the ball. Well, no more. No more. We need to change it. And you can. You're seeing success stories. So everybody needs to do this. Could you imagine? So we were talking about this with Tommy the other day, and I think, I don't remember who else we were talking about it with. Can you imagine if everybody, everybody in the next 30 days went to those three meetings and gave them a piece of their mind? Things would change literally overnight. And that's what needs to happen. Because we don't have a lot of time left before we step over the line and allow these tyrannical, crazy people with their Marxist agendas. And like I said, we've passed over socialism. We are in a Marxist world beyond censorship, beyond that, where they have infested every aspect of our lives and it's in every category that we can imagine. And of course, what we've seen over the past 14 or 15 months confirms all that, you know, the 13 bigs. And we have the opportunity to gather together and go to these meetings and make the change because it's happening and it's, it literally can be done. Uh, real quick, number seven, this one's important, and then I'm going to bring on Fitz. Number seven, the Connecticut government secretly tells healthcare workers COVID vaccines are deadly, but withholds the information from the public. They admit the vaccines contain spike proteins that are documented to cause vascular damage to human beings, and the Moderna mRNA vaccine, remember these aren't vaccines, they're fake vaccines, contain SM-102, which is toxic to humans and animals. And here's the kicker. And they make healthcare professionals sign a detailed warning letter disclaimer that admits the vaccines may kill them. The document also reveals known adverse reactions from COVID-19 vaccines, explaining they include, get this, feelings from impending doom, loss of consciousness, disorientation, confusion, weakness, diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, flickering lights, tunnel vision, changes in hearing, and loss of hearing. Yeah, this is all documented. It's in multiple articles. They all went out yesterday, the day before, all over the place. So if you don't, uh, if you want to get some confirmation, go ahead and, and read that. Mike, the health ranger, Mike Adams, the health ranger, one of our partners who's coming on the show here soon. He has incredible information. I've done some podcasts. He's also on the must listen to page, uh, the take action tab, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. So I encourage you to take a listen to a few of those and read the articles and get educated on what is going on so you can protect your health and your family and your friends and encourage your family and friends 
to listen to that information. Because we already know fraud, she's lying. The CDC's lying. The government is encouraging you to take this as if it's an end-all, be-all solution. But just check out the VAERS reports of all the adverse reactions. I can't even tell you, and I'm going to bring on Fitz here right now. I can't even tell you how many personal stories I'm hearing from people over the past couple weeks of family members that are on their deathbeds from taking this vaccine. It is crazy. It's all starting to pop up and come out of the woodwork. So pay attention and protect yourself, people. Don't take the fake vaccine, which is not a vaccine. All right. We are going to bring on Ms. Fitz Kohler. Ms. Fitz Kohler, she's a professional speaker, race announcer, author, and president of Fitz International, specializing in fitness education. And fitness is, just, is more than just exercise. She's inspiring people to thrive and survive with perspective, passion, and positivity. Audience, big round of applause. Hello, Fitz Kohler. Hey there, Michelle, and hello, Patriots. Oh, they love you, Fitz. They love your segments because you're so fired up. You're so, oh, I don't know, personal responsibility and a great reminder that uh, our bodies can handle all kinds of stuff if we allow it to and give it the tools it needs. It's not so complicated, is it? (laughs) No. No, it's like you just, you know, when you're describing, people go, well, what should I eat? You're like, go on the outside of the grocery store, do the rounds, and usually that's where all the healthy things are that you might have to cook a little and stay away from the center where everything is in preservatives and boxes and start from there, you know, start from there. Yeah, you know what, I I think for the most part, if we had a this or that competition and we were going to give a million-dollar prize, people would know which food item was healthier than the other. And so that's really what it's all about is making that choice and and, uh, sticking with your caloric budget with the exact formula for weight loss. People can find that at fitness.com. But, yeah, it's just about, you know, a little bit of know-how and a whole heck of a lot of discipline and self-respect. We start there, right? Self-respect means you're going to take care of you. And wouldn't, shouldn't that be a priority that you want to be healthy? You want to feel better. You don't want to, you don't want to have aches and pains. You don't want to have chronic illness that actually can be resolved. And you're just, you're feeding, you're feeding pain to yourself. You know, like you're baking, you're waking up every morning and you're punching yourself in the face and then you're wondering why your face hurts. That's, and I, I get that we yeah. get used to what we're used to, but there's a, there's a point in your life where you just got to say, I, I can't keep doing this because there's so many benefits to just being a little bit more aware and, like you said, take some dedication, right? That it's only going to get worse, right? Or you're going to, I'm not going to say you're going to die, but you're not going to live as long as you can and you want to have a good life. Right. So, you know, it's the majority of grown-ups in this country, especially, are either overweight or obese, and the majority of them will point their finger at someone else and say, well, I have kids. Okay, well, that's a pretty good incentive to take care of yourself because they're going to want you to be around. I mean, when, when cancer came knocking on my door, I thought, oh, crap, I'm not going to be able to see their graduation, their wedding, their babies, you know, everything I wanted, I was going to possibly have stripped from me by that mean disease. How many people are out there like, I'm just obese because I choose to be? And then they laugh about it. Ha, 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 I drink lots of alcohol. Ha, 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 I eat lots of pork sandwiches and donuts. I don't think it's funny. I think it's weird. 
And, you know, when you point out your ancestors, well, we're all big, that's not because you're genetically big. It's because you culturally have terrible habits, every last one of you. And what I encourage folks is to change your family tree. You can be the first one in your family. Like they say, I'm the first to go to college. I'm the first to join the military. Okay, let's be the first one in our family to be a fit guy and to do athletic things and to live really long and really well. That's that's something you could choose for yourself, and I I think that would be a good idea. Now, Fitz, have you ever gotten uh, feedback from one of your clients that started eating healthier and started exercising, and then they called you and say, Fitz, you know what, um, I don't really like feeling better. I don't like having my pants fed. I don't, I don't like having a really good night's sleep, so I'm just going to stop doing all this because this is just not for me. Have you ever had somebody tell you that? You know what, that's a fantastic question, and I tell you what, never once has anyone came and given me the evil eye and said, look what you did to me, you know, <laughs> I no longer fit into those giant pants you had, it's never happened, so that's a great question. Yeah, nobody ever regrets um, the workout they did, nobody ever regrets a healthy choice they made, they they might finish up an unhealthy meal or or a binge drinking or, or cigarette smoking session and think, golly, what am I doing to myself? But, you know, as, as your listeners know, personal accountability, that's what this country is about. Sure, you are free to wreak havoc on your body if you want. You could smoke a million cigarettes a day and eat all the donuts and drink all the beer, and you are free to do that. However, we know that success only comes when we look at ourselves in the mirror and we work really hard. And so, yes, that goes with the economy. Yes, that goes with our professions and so forth and our, our, our decision not to be criminals, right? But that also goes with our health. And, you know, it's, it's important for you to have that talk with the man in the mirror because, you know, the person I stare at at the mirror, she is wicked and uh, she has very high standards. And if I fall short, she lets me know. And so hopefully the person you're staring at in the mirror is willing to poke you in the chest and say, hey, buddy, do better. And you should listen. And we're not saying, you know, you have to go cold turkey on everything, you know. We, we get right. it. you got to kind of lean off. You've been doing this for 10, 20, 30, 40, maybe 50 years. So obviously the weight's not going to come up immediately. But you've got to make that transition. And we keep reiterating on the show, especially when Fitz comes on, because we all need those reminders uh, because we forget. You know, our, our attention span is, what, eight nine seconds <laughs> it's that bad and of course everything is very tempting and then we see commercials that say well if you have heartburn you can take this pill um yeah but you're just going to have it again and then of course remember when you hear these commercials which actually you know it's interesting i haven't heard a lot of the commercials recently where they get the long list of all the side effects and then you go, wow, yeah. that's not sure if it's worth it to eat that meatball sandwich. <laughs> not some crazy stuff. I, I like being one, able to see. One, yeah, one of the funniest commercials I see today is for Shingrix. It's a shingles vaccine. But the, uh, there's a lady, she's kayaking. She's like, oh, I exercise every day. And the, a voice comes above and says, shingles doesn't care. Well, I eat nutritionally. <laughs> shingles doesn't care. And the reason this commercial is so funny and it's because all the other things do care, you know, like cancer cares and heart disease cares if you're exercising or eating right. Shingles is this weird little, you know, virus that lays dormant in your body and will pop out even if you're doing the right things. But and for the rest of those illnesses and ailments, they, you know, they do care. GERD care 
you put in your mouth. So um, high five to the Tinkerick people. I think they made a very funny commercial. But all the other diseases, they actually care. So, um, yeah, I just you don't have to run a marathon. You don't have to join a bodybuilding competition. Just got to do better, be better. Wake up and do a little bit more than you did Yes So Complicated. And then once you see the results, you're going to go, ooh, I kind of like this. This is, this is, this is uh, good. And then you might actually, uh, I don't know, you might start thinking differently. You might get better at yep. work because, you know, you've got uh, endorphins running through your system. I mean, there's many, many side effects, but positive ones for Absolutely. getting yourself healthier, getting yourself healthier. All right, Fitz, let's do this. I want everyone to have a realistic take action item that they can do as soon as they finish listening to this show. All right. I want them to go to my site, fitness.com. That's F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S.com. And on the homepage, there's a block that says workout videos. And behind it, there's about 75 different little mini workout videos. I want you to go there, click on that video section, and just try one of the exercises. I provide it a ton of innovative, fun. One's called Angry Ups. One's called Butt Scoots. There's a variety of things, but go just try one exercise that's new to you and give it a try. And then you can reach out to me. I'm at Fitness on all social media channels. Don't just follow. Reach out. Say, I'm a patriot. I listen to you on Michelle show, and this is what I thought of your, of your exercise. And then Fitz will give you a little special VIP attention, I promise. Do you have anything coming up, any events, Fitz? Oh, I do. I'm super excited. Up next for me is the Buffalo Marathon at the end of June. If anyone wants to come participate, we still have 5K, half, and full marathon bibs available. I'll be in Ohio July 17th at the USATF National Women's 6K Championship. And then you can come spend the 4th of July in free, free Florida. I'm announcing the St. Pete Pier Run. It's a four-mile um, race. You can totally walk it really slow, but it starts and ends at their beautiful new pier. And uh, I promise you a heck of a lot of fun and hugs, fresh air, no masks, smiley faces, and then fireworks that night. How fun. And especially in the great freedom state of Florida. Love. Ron DeSantis. He rocks. Ron, Ron rocks. Ron land. That's right. <laughs> he does. Do me a favor, send me those uh, graphics and those links so then I can post them on our live events page because uh, you know, what's awesome is our live events page has much more events than our virtual page, which means Yay! people are, isn't that awesome? I just noticed that the other day. I said, wow, there's lots of live events, and I only have two little ones right now that are there for the virtual. Oh my. So bring on oh my the God. live events, everybody. Like I said, it's time to reopen yeah. this country. Should have never been shut down in the first place. Should have never happened. Agreed, 100%. Yeah. All right. Uh, if there's anything else you want to plug, please do it and uh, do your website one more time because it is their take action item for today. They have to go check out a video and do something, even if it's uh, touching their toes. I don't care how small it is. That's right. It's F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S, com, And I also am selling my book there, My Noisy Cancer Comeback. And I sign everything and include a fun gift with purchase for every purchase made at fitness.com. So I appreciate your audience. Thank you, Patriots. I love you guys so much. You're the best, Fitz. Thank you. Thank you for doing everything you do and the inspiration you give people. We'll talk to you next month. Bye-bye. She's the best. She's the best. 
And here's another thing too. So you'd say, well, you know what? She had cancer and look how healthy she is. But you know what? She was able to maintain all, for the most part, the races and the, and the announcing and the lifestyle that she is a hard worker. She was able to maintain that during her chemo. And of course, now listen to her. You would never even think this woman had cancer. So, you know, cancer is something that we all got to consider, right? It's probably something that at some point we're all going to face it, but you can have a whole different experience with it because you were smart about your health and you were aware and you did something about it so that you could handle when something like that comes at you. So for those of you that are saying, well, why should I bother? Look what happened to her. Big difference on how she went through it compared to other people's stories that you've probably heard and how their lives changed afterwards. She's right back to where she started. She didn't miss a beat, miss a beat. So perspective, everybody, put things in perspective. And since we're talking about health, since we're talking about health real quick, um, over at our marketplace, Everything Home Socially Conscious Marketplace, which is at our marketplace tab, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, that's where you can go buy products and services, and 2 to 20% of your total purchase is donated to our nonprofit partners helping vets, pets, and kids, right? So, uh, and, and of course, all, all the products that are there usually get a discount, but it's never more than, the, the cost of them is never more than what you're paying if you go to those websites directly, but at least you're get generating money for nonprofit organizations. You don't have to make the donations, the companies do. So I just wanted to let you know that the Health Ranger, Mike Adams, who I mentioned earlier, that has an amazing podcast that's listed on our Must Listen To page over at the Take Action tab, he has the Health Ranger store, which has all kinds of natural supplements and uh, preparedness and even healthy products. You know, he's got like even shampoos and stuff that doesn't have all these chemicals and things in it. And I started taking the prophylactic protocol that Dr. Zeba Zelenko gave for the Wuhan flu. And I bought them, all the products. I bought them over at Mike Adams Health Ranger store. Uh, and then 2% was donated to the nonprofit partners helping the vets pets and kids. So you can check out that protocol from Dr. Zeb Zelenko. It's on our COVID facts page. And you'll see that on there. It gives you the list of all the things to do. And it also gives you uh, a li- uh, all the information if you do get this Wuhan flu. And then, of course, you can go get a telemed appointment and get yourself the HCQ, the ivermectin, or the budesidine. So that's all there. So all the resources to be preventative. And then if for some reason you do get it, you can get yourself healed quickly. And it uh, obviously, you don't want to be in a hospital. That's where the problems start. So check that out. Check that out. And, of course, there are 57 well-known websites and brands ranging from all kinds of things, whether it's business, personal, health, paraphernalia, all kinds of stuff at the marketplace. So go check that out, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Click the Take Action tab. It has its own tab, Marketplace. So go check that out. I'm going to make some changes to it so it makes it easier to navigate through. But otherwise, just go on that website and just click the picture for the product or the service or the company that you want to go to. It'll take you right to the website. So I encourage you to check that out. And also the COVID facts tab so you can get the information that you need uh, in order to protect yourself and then to heal yourself if for some reason you get sick. The other thing, too, before... Uh, Preston is running late. He's running late. So I'm going to fill in a little bit of time here. Um, uh, Take action tab. Take action tab. Everything, homeresourceplatform.com, all kinds of information in order to take action to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference. 
live events, virtual events, especially the one that's coming up this Friday in Mesa, Arizona with Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and also Congressman Matt Gates. There is a whole bunch of events there. Uh, actually, Arizona, we've got another one where our buddy Ann Vandersteel of Steel Truth is going to be speaking here in Glendale on Saturday. And then there is another one with Nigel Farage, C.L. Brown, and uh, no, C.L. Bryant, sorry, and Carrie Lake. They're talking on the 25th. So Arizona is a hot spot. Gee, I wonder why. Maybe because there's like a big audit here of trying to find out the truth on what happened on November 3rd through the following two or three weeks of uh, just fraud and corruption. So yeah, everybody's coming here. This is the place to be, but there's events on there all over the country, all over the country. And there's different groups to become a member of like real take action groups where you're going to meet other like-minded people from health to uh, political oriented from the new standpoint of political oriented where you're talking about school board meetings kind of stuff not but if you want to run for office they have those groups there too that'll give you the information on how to do that they'll give you the support and then even how to get, get you know, support other business owners that are like-minded so make americans free again is on there that's dr pam popper she's going to be in the uh, my uh, patriotic soapbox uh at 1 p.m on friday and we're adding 1776 for 1776 with Dr. Cordy Williams, the megaphone Marine. He will be here on Monday to join me in the soapbox. And you've got defend our union. There's, I mean, there's so many that are on there that you need to check it out, figure out which ones that you want to be a, comp- a part of or get involved in. And it'll literally make huge changes because everybody's looking for, what can I do? Where do I go? Literally everything is on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. I stuck it all in one place. So that way all of the people who want to make a difference, in their communities, in their lives, and in their business, they know that they could just go there, pick, find the different categories, and all the support and information is there. Like even the legal defense funds, that's there. If you want to check out anything about the audit, and just you know, when the cameras are back on, you can go ahead and you can click on that and watch the cameras. There's a whole Arizona section that I added there. If you want to find out who your local politicians are that you want to get angry at and make a phone call and tell them how you feel or send them an email or even your state or your, your federal, all there. Everything that you can imagine. And I try to label it as clearly as possible. There's also must listen to podcasts, TV shows, radio shows, and live streams of people that have the messages that matter, you know, the ones that you need to know about. So it's all there. Um, so start checking it out. I'm adding more and more all the time because it's time to reopen this country and get all the like-minded people on the same page and get them working together. Get everybody working together because there's a hell of a lot more than us than there are them, meaning the people that are trying to destroy this country and bring in Marxism, which, you know, the other thing I wanted to just remind everybody, that there was that letter that went out by all these flag generals and other uh, military officials last week. It's up to 161 of them that have signed this that are just letting the administration know Marxism is actually penetrating in all aspects and it's coming here faster than we all can imagine with all the drastic changes and all the trillions of dollars that are funding all of these NGOs, these nonprofits, these corporations, these fake foundations that are implementing all of these strategies to make major change, you know, fundamental transformation. Remember who said that? Obama, right? 
So it, they're just finishing that now because they didn't expect Trump to fill in those four years. So they're a little behind schedule. That's why everything's been on an accelerated path. So that way we now, uh, we've got a little, we got some messes to clean up. But all those generals, uh, they're up to 161 saying it's coming and it's coming fast. And, you know, the administration wants that to happen. Keep in mind, everyone's like, well, why is it happening? Why is the border open? Why is uh, that there's, uh, I believe it's 13 Congress men and women in the House that want to, that are part of a committee that want to remove In God We Trust from all the documents and language in our country? And why is there, why are they wanting to remove anything that references Judeo-Christian values. So the question isn't why. We already know why. Because they're, they have the agenda. They've got the CCP. They have their own a great reset, you know, the one world, one world government. Yeah, and, and, and it's not that is this is, and this is no way a conspiracy theory because they're telling you in. <laughs> uh, Xing or Xi Jinping. <laughs> Every time you listen to somebody, they pronounce the guy's name different. The leader of China, he said that like a couple of weeks ago. And then they have, you know, these summits over at the Vatican where everything that they're and the people that are coming to speak at them is totally against what the Catholic religion is supposed to be about. So they, they literally, when I say they've infested every aspect of our lives, they've infested every aspect of the different categories, you know, the 13 bigs where you've got your big tech, you've got your big media, you've got your big government, big business, big labor, big money, big entertainment, big lobby, big pharma, big box, big religion, big education, big nonprofit and foundations. And all of those groups are working together to push this agenda to change this country into a Marxist ideology and because that's what they want. They want everything to be global. They don't care about us. They hate everything that this country stands for. That's what they're changing, but they're in all of these. That's why you have these big corporations fighting back against the voter integrity bills. Well, that's actually a good bill. There's some things that should be added to it, but that means it's, it's against what they believe in, which is the opposite. They want fraud in the elections. They want everyone to be able to vote without an ID. They want illegals to be able to vote automatically, like the HR1 bill. So that, that's, that's part of their agenda. Right. And, and keep in mind, we figured this out about two months ago, the, the glue that holds them all together because they have the same, they use the same language. They use the same messaging. It's like this, the 4 a.m. talking points the Democrats get. This is bigger. This is all of, all of those 13 things. That's a lot. Okay. The, you need everything. They control every aspect of your life. So it's the glue that's holding them all together so that they can distribute the information from the CDC, from the WHO, and then from the government and circulate it to all of these is the Edelman PR company. They're the ones who are doing all that. That's why it sounds familiar. That's why all of a sudden, boom, there's 200 of them that are signing something, that are, that are you know, lockstep in, in conjunction with each other to push a narrative or a message or to boycott, or to condemn, or to hate, because they're, they're literally, it's all of them versus all of us. So, you know, keep that in mind, because it's real. So don't ask why anymore. We don't need to answer, ask why. The question is, what can I do? How do we stop it? So don't worry about stressing out over why. I just explained why. So now it's take the next steps to go ahead and take action. 
because if we don't, then you won't have a business to grow or you won't have time to go, you know what, I really want to become a better person. Fit said I should get healthier, need to take some time to exercise. You know, I should really work on some personal improvement. You won't have time because there, we'll have other things to worry about. Like, uh, how am I going to afford food because inflation so out of control? Or maybe there's a food shortage. Or what happened recently, there's a gasoline shortage, all by design, all by design. So those are the things that really we, uh, uh, we've got to stand up and fight against. We've got to fight against. Um, it is 12.52. And all my guests are running really late today or they have technical issues. So what I'm going to do, because I've been talking for too long and I don't want to keep rambling, rambling. Real quick, though, just uh, to give you guys a reminder. Go ahead and rate and review and subscribe to the show. That would be awesome, you know, and uh, join us on social media. We're actually working on some really cool things with Clout Hub. We're going to start adding a video portion to the show, and we're going to also be having a, an entire community so everybody can get to know one each other, work together, work with all these groups that we are working with, and then, of course, uh, network. And, uh, you know, I want you to buy products and services from other like-minded people, other patriots. So everybody can support each other. And of course, uh, so like, and uh, so follow us on social media, comment, share, like, tell us who you want to hear from, give us any ideas. We'll get them on the show. We'll add to it. And of course, you know, I love the rumble um, for putting all the shows onto video. And if you join our newsletter, then you'll be around the censorships that we're getting. So everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. It's on the homepage. There's graphics there that will, uh, they can just click on for all of those steps. And make sure you tell your friends and family about our show, about our platform, and about these resources because we want people to be helped. And, of course, all that information on the website is free. And all these groups are free. And most of the guests that have come on the show, the – how many partners do we have now? It is a staggering number. There's 155 partners, and we have 364 of these live segments. So you have tons and tons of content, all free. And a lot of them, they provide free content, too, once you check out their websites. So – Please use this information. Please use this information and share with your friends. But it's 12.54, and I want to play you. I want to play you the other notorious MTG soundbite that I have because it will reinforce what I am saying about all of those 13 bigs and how the government works. For those of you who haven't heard it before or you're new to the show, this should put everything into perspective. And you won't ask why anymore. You want to ask why? Well, this guy had no money coming in. He's been in for 10 years now. He's a, he has $10 million. Here's why. Take a listen. First two years under President Trump, I mean, we had every opportunity in the world, and it was Republicans that failed us. We know who the Democrats are. We know what they're all about. We know exactly what they want to do. But when we had a Republican-controlled House, Republican-controlled Senate, and President Trump in the White House with his pen in hand begging them to produce legislation he could sign, they failed. We're going to lose our country because the, the Republicans that we're told we're supposed to support because they, they will do the right things for us as conservatives, as Americans, no, they're, they're no different than the Democrats. Well, you see, the media, they have a playbook, and their playbook is so easy. We, we see what they do. They take someone, then they spin a story that they want to tell about that person, and then they do it over and over. They link the articles in the next article, and they link them and link them and link them, and they keep producing the same story until they create a character out of someone, and that's what they did with President Trump. 
so they've done the same thing with me and they're going to continue to build on it. And so what I'm doing is I know the system has to be torn down. See, politics is a business. It's an industry. Mm-hmm. It generates so much money. And it has, a, no and it has a business model and it has an internal logic to that model, correct? Exactly. And so the swamp, so to speak, people think it's all about politics. But really what it's all about is it's an industry. It's, it's an economy in itself. And so whether it's Republicans or Democrats, these people are here and they are invested in just keeping this industry running because their livelihood relies on it. And all of their connections and business opportunities, investments are all connected into this big, nasty pool, what we call the swamp, but it's really an, it's an economy. Every single person that works in Washington, D.C., they are there because they care about getting their livelihood and, and their existence and everything about their life. That, that's what they care about. The difference in me is I don't want to be here at all. I gave up a awesome life. I, I'm not kidding you. I, I gave up an American dream to come into this, what I consider to be a shithole, and excuse my language, because, we'll I'm, pissed, fine. because I'm pissed off. Because I'm watching the greatest country in the world be on fire and burning down, and this is going to affect my children and my grandchildren. Not only am I successful and I know how to accomplish things, I know how to line up a process, I know how to think outside the box, I know how, I understand marketing, I have a degree in marketing, but I'm also a mom. My family is the most important part of my life, so I'm very much a mama bear in this. Here's the problem. The problem is the political industry, the economy in Washington, D.C., just like the media, they can't get their press passes to the White House unless they're nice to the Biden administration. If, if they were telling the truth and putting out the truth, they would be blacklisted. They wouldn't be allowed to go in. So the Republicans are the same way. They're like, oh, we got to be nice. Yeah, see, the, the Republicans, they're not on our side either, right? There, there's no left. There's no right. Those days are over. The ship has sailed. There's a few in Congress that are our friends, and especially look what's going on locally. Like, as I mentioned earlier, in Mayor Corruption County Board of Supervisors, four out of the five that are, that are, you know, pushing back, that don't want us to find out what's going on with the machines and the whole process, they're Republicans. So it's not that anymore. The left and right has to deal with the people that are in these leadership positions. It's not about the, we, the people anymore. We, the people. And I want to play you this reminder. Oh, another thing, real quick. As I keep encouraging you, you want to do something, right? You're talking about going to these meetings. You could take it one step further. Become a precinct committee man. We've had Dan Schultz on the show of the precinct project many times. We're going to get him on here soon again. And that is a way for the grassroots to take back the party and get rid of these spineless rhinos that like the system the way that MTG just described it. We don't want them in the office. You could take it back by becoming a precinct committee man. That's all in the take action tab at everything, homeresourceplatform.com. It's all listed there. It's very easy here in Mayor Corruption County. I broke it down, and it's for, there's information there for each for uh, states outside of Arizona and, of course, for counties outside of Mayor Corruption County. Now, here, here is a perfect thing. You know, Cindy McCain, oh, my favorite. She's my favorite. I'm going to play her soundbite. This is what they think of you. This is what they think of you, right? Just regardless of what they say on TV, this is what they think. So let me ask you Thank just you. about you. this bizarre episode going on in your home state six months after the election. Republicans <laughs> in Arizona doing something. It's just downright bizarre. They brought in a guy who's an election liar to lead an audit of ballots for Maricopa County, even though the election board there is led by Republicans. 
They're using ultraviolet light and other methods to examine ballots, looking for evidence of voter fraud. Obviously, the same lie that fueled the January 6th attack on the Capitol. What do you make of all this? Is the Arizona Republican Party undermining democracy? Oh, I, listen, the whole thing is ludicrous. Quite frankly, it's ludicrous. Um, and this also comes from a state party in Arizona that refused to be audited themselves on votes that were cast within their own party communications. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it, the election is over. Biden won. Uh, I know many of them d don't like the outcome, but, you know, elections have consequences. And so I, I you know, this does not surprise me, uh, you know, Things are just aloof and crazy out there right now with regards to the election. <laughs> Quite a contrast with uh, how your uh, late, yeah. late husband lost the election in 2008 uh, when he, in his speech, I told know. people to stand behind Barack Obama. Aloof, right? Aloof. She's aloof. She's aloof and deranged and deranged. We know that uh, the amount of corruption here and then, of course, in all of these states is just overwhelming. If you want to get a little dose of that, you can watch Mike Lindell's Absolute Interference. It's actually listed on our Take Action tab. You will see it there under Must Watch Videos. That'll also give you the, uh, the website there. You'll see the graphic for Frank's speech. And Brandon House has been hosting shows uh, and doing interviews between 5 and 7 p.m. Pacific time every day on Frank's speech. And the guests he has, oh, my goodness, they're so powerful and it's so interesting. And he really takes it to the next level of, of the, the level, the, well, the power of these guests and their information. And a lot of the, the content that I get that I deliver to you is from there. So I encourage you to check it out. You might, you know, can't listen to the two hours, at least grab something in the time frames, or at least give it a try. Check it out. He's also listed on our must listen to page there, the take action tab. So check out the must watch videos and that'll get you over to Frank's speech. Again, it's at five to 7 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, yeah, just really, really enlightening information, everything that you need to know about. And his guest yesterday, they were talking about, uh, he wrote a new book, Who is Karl Marx? And what they were describing is really scary stuff, but it's what's going on now. It is really, really uh, applicable, and it will make you understand. Like I said, and maybe you don't necessarily need to understand. All right, so you've got everything in the information. You're at the Take Action tab. And now joining me in Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox today are two special guests. But the first one is a very special guest and everyone's favorite freedom fighter of all time. She's the only woman in Washington who's sticking up for we the people, the notorious MTG Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Audience, let's show her some love today. <laughs> Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Hi, thank you for having me on. Oh, it is an honor. Like when I got the response that you're coming, I started shaking. I said, I I've just been a huge fan since you won because oh, literally you are the only woman who's doing anything to help we the people. Well, thank you. No, thank you so much. Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm literally the same as you and and everybody else. I'm I'm just one of the people, and that's why I'm doing exactly what I'm doing in Washington. Um, because I feel exactly the way you all feel, and we're fed up, and we're sick and tired of of uh, nothing good happening here in Congress. Nothing good happening in the swamp. It, this place just serves itself and doesn't serve the people that pay the taxes and. And, and it, you know, the people should be being served. 
Um, but that's not how it works here in, in Washington, unfortunately. And so I just keep saying exactly what I know we all think and feel. And um, I, I, <laughs> they don't like it very much. Well, no, they, they, they don't. And they make that very clear. I played a soundbite earlier when the woman from the press pool kind of came up to you and you just, you just gave her an earful about how they're actually getting to the point where they're becoming physically abusive to you, whether it's verbally or, you know, the one that gave you kind of a shoulder bump. I mean, what is going on with these people? Oh yeah. They're claiming, they're claiming I'm the one that has, uh, is out of line or out of control, but it's exactly the opposite. It's the Democrats are the ones that are out of control um, they're the real enemy here. They're the enemy of the people, and they have an agenda. And their agenda is to tear our country down and make it turn us into some sort of socialist or, or, or like a combination of socialism and communism or some form of government we've never seen before because we're all supposed to apologize to the climate gods and, and, and confess our climate sins. And but the way they treat me here is, is exactly the, what they're accusing me of. So my um, Democrat supposed colleague that's across the hall from me, her name is Marie Newman. I call her Maria New Person because she doesn't believe in gender. Awesome. She's the one that planted the trans flag uh, out beside her door on, on video and tagged me in it. And so I responded with a sign that says there's only male and female trust science. And um, that's, yeah, that's the level we're all playing on here in Congress. Um, it's, it's pathetic. I feel like I'm losing brain cells nearly every day, but it's, it's child games, but this is what you have to do. And we were walking. She had finished voting, finished voting, and she had left the House chamber, and she was walking out the door, and I was walking into the Capitol, and uh I watched her heading straight towards me. She was looking right at me, and she shoulder-checked me on purpose. And I turned, and I said, excuse me. And she wouldn't say anything. She didn't turn around. She just kept on going. And the Capitol Police right there, and I said, you saw that, right? And he said, yes, I saw it. I said, she did that intentionally, and you, you saw that. And he said, yes, I saw it. She did it intentionally. And so, I mean, this is the kind of things that happen. I had... Representative Cory Bush, the, the BLM activist that led the mob through the McCloskey's neighborhood um, in, in St. Louis, where they had to stand their ground. Thank God for our Second Amendment rights, and they had to stand their ground so that the mob, you know, the, the domestic terrorist BLM mob wouldn't murder them. They were threatening to murder them. And um, that, was, uh, that was her group. That's uh, Representative Cory Bush. She led the way with a bullhorn through the McCloskey's neighborhood, and uh, now she's a member of Congress, and she attacked me, verbally attacked me in the tunnel. I was just walking through the tunnel after voting. I was actually talking, doing a Facebook Live, and thank, good, thank God I had the camera on and didn't even see her when I walked by her, and the tunnel was really big. I, we weren't even close to each other. Well, all of a sudden, I hear this screaming voice from behind me, screaming to put on your mask, she's telling me, or screaming at me. <laughs> and I turned around, and I was, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is ridiculous. This is Cory Bush screaming at me. Um, but I had it all on camera, and it's clear. And then she lied, 
and told uh, Nancy Pelosi that I attacked her from behind, which is which is completely the opposite. She attacked me from behind. And uh, thank God I had a video, but she got her office moved. She was out of my hallway and got her office moved because she lied about me, which I was like, you know, actually I'm fine with her office being moved. <laughs> but, but they're crazy. They are crazy. And then you've got gotten- AMC running away. She doesn't want to debate the Green New Deal, which is her baby. That's her policy. And I don't know why she's scared to debate me about it, but I'll just keep asking her. And, you know, the media wants to say that, that I am, uh, I'm, that I don't know what they're saying about me. I try not to read too much of their garbage articles, but they're, they're blaming me. And I'm like, you know, in Congress, we get elected to debate policy and, and to do these, this kind of work. And I don't know why she keeps running away, but she needs, she owes it to the American people to tell, to debate the policy of the Green New Deal. But what's going on in Arizona? I hear you guys have a little audit going on. Oh, yeah. And every day is a new layer of drama. Yesterday in the Arizona Senate had a meeting, which the Board of Supervisors in Maricorruption County, as I call it, was supposed to show up. They didn't. So they just basically don't listen to anything. So we need to move it up a notch and get some subpoenas. But they just keep finding more and more issues, uh, deleted files, uh, duplicate ballots. Uh, things that they can't necessarily track or that put together. I mean, it is the more, the longer this goes on, the more comes out and the more these people literally just start hanging themselves because the truth is coming out and they don't want it to happen. Yeah. So it's it's working. The truth should come out. Well, we're excited. Uh, You know, Congressman Matt Gates and I are bringing the America first rally there to Arizona this Friday on May 21st. And the whole reason why we're coming is because of all of you there in Maricopa County and all the great patriots in Arizona that have worked so hard to make this audit happen. We we were planning out our tour, and Matt said, hey, let's go to Arizona. These people need some support. And so Matt Gates and I said, let's do it. We talked with Congressman Andy Biggs and Congressman Paul Gosar, and, and we said, hey, we're going to come to Arizona, and we just want to support everyone working on the audit and bring national attention to it, more national attention, and, and, you know, pull more patriots in from all over the country because you guys have more support than you even know. Well, and that's great to hear because it's it's been a struggle to get it to this point. And, of course, everybody gets a little frustrated. But, you know, you, the event is America First Rally. It's going to be at the Delta Hotel Marriott, which is in Mesa, at 630 on this Friday, which is the 21st. Tickets are free. So I encourage everyone to go to it. It's going to be an amazing rally. Uh, MTG is going to be there. Gates is going to be there. I mean, you've got the you've got two people that are actually fighting for we the people coming here to say thank you for doing what you're doing. So we need everyone to Absolutely. go show up and have an amazing yeah, rally need, of great patriots. Yeah, we need everybody there. So here's why we're doing the America First tour. Uh, we're doing these America First rallies because these are the policies that we know will save our country and stop socialism. President Trump laid it out for the past four years and showed us what it looks like to put America first in all our policies. Uh, right here at home, foreign policy, border wall, just you name it, President Trump showed us what that looks like. And we refuse to let that die uh, from, from the Biden and the Democrats who, who clearly should not be in charge right now. 
and so we are we're doing everything we can to continue uh, with the America First mantle and the MAGA movement and keep it going because we want to fight for it in Congress when we take back the majority in 2022. And and then also the other thing we want is we want to bring people together and bring hope back because so many people are down and and defeated after this election, this ridiculous election. And, you know, we need to bring people back together and show them that you've got a lot of reason to be hopeful. Um, We've got great stories to tell. Matt and I are going to, you know, we're going to give our our speeches, but we're also, here's the tip. If you get in, if you're coming to the rally, don't leave after we speak because we'll be coming back out on stage and and we love to chat and tell stories. Um, And we'll have new ones because guess what? We've been in Congress for two weeks back to back. And there's always things to tell about. Um, so definitely people are going to want to stay for that. And then the other thing is, is we really want to dig in and support you guys with your audit. Um, and I'll tell stories about Georgia and let you know things that are happening in Georgia. Um, we, we want to talk about, we just want to talk about the January 6th commission that we're actually voting on literally tonight. That is something that we're voting on here in Congress, and I, I hate to tell everybody, I'm pretty sure it's going to pass, and it's going to be witch hunt 2.0. It is going to be horrible. Um, the only the only worst thing about it is, you know, Russian collusion, uh, the investigation there with the whole live Russian collusion conspiracy theories, that, that happened under Republican control when President Trump was in the White House, and we were more in charge. But this time, this is all going to be happening this January 6th commission, which is going to target President Trump and target all Trump supporters and target those of us Republican members in Congress that fought for the objection on January 6th. Um, That is going to target all of us, and the bad news is under Democrat control. So nothing good can come of it. It's going to be a big smear in the media, they're going to just use it to distract from the horrible things that the Biden administration is doing to our economy, um, the lockdowns, the inflation, you know, gas lines, uh, the open border policies, gun control that's coming down the pipe, um, HR1 trying to federalize elections, all of these things that the Democrats are, are doing to our country, and you name it and more. Um, the media will be able to cover it up with nonstop 24-7 coverage of some January 6th commission that makes Trump supporters and President Trump just look like the worst people. Looks like make, make us all look like deplorables and Neanderthals, um, which is what they think of us. And, and that's what's about to happen. And we're voting on that literally, I think, in another hour from now. Um, so we, we've got a lot to tell you guys about. And so if you're sharing the link, um, do, do that definitely, Michelle, and then everybody can sign up. And please come out this Friday, May 21st, for the America First Rally. We cannot wait. Um, we were I was just sitting with Matt and, and uh, Andy, Andy Biggs, and Paul Gosar, and a whole bunch of other people. We were telling them, yeah, we get our flights. We're, we're flying out to Arizona as soon as we finish up here in D.C. this week. So we're very excited. And it's so needed here, and everyone is so appreciative that you're coming. And I have the event listed on our live events page, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. The Take Action tab, you'll see the live events page. you got MTG's pretty picture uh, right there. If you can click on that, it'll take you to the website. But you can always go to marjorietaylorgreen.com, and that has an E on the end of green. And I, I also just want to bring some attention 
that she's not just saying what she's, you know, she doesn't talk the talk and not walk the walk. She has bills that she's put into motion to get a lot of these things resolved, but she's not getting necessarily the Republicans, and I use the word loosely, Republican support. So you want to let your elected officials know that they need to support Marjorie Taylor Greene with her bills, get on board with those because it's good legislation from protecting and supporting Israel to voting to immigration on how it should be done the right way. So this is the leader you need to support. And of course, if you got a little extra cash, there's nothing like throwing a donation because as we just shared, look how much the left wants to attract her and get her out of there. And this is the only person that you need fighting on your side with the people. So I want you to keep that in mind because we need more MTGs and we got to keep her in there for a long time. So is there's anything else that you want to plug, Marjorie? I mean, you're just, I just want to say thank you for doing everything you're doing and, and being such an amazing patriot and American. And you put up with so much crap. I don't know how you do it, but you know, I, I have a feeling there's a little bit of uh, divine intervention and a little, bit of, a little bit of God flowing through those veins. Well, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for that. Um, I I really do appreciate your support, Michelle, and everyone's support. Yeah, I want to throw another thing out there. Um, My legislation is fantastic. It's it's actually so conservative, so America first, that a lot of these establishment Republicans are terrified of it. But they should get on there because this is, if they claim to be who they say they are, then this is the perfect bill for them to co-sponsor, right? Um, And then also, I don't know if everyone knows this, but the Democrats actually have a bill in place right now to expel me from Congress, even though I've never done anything wrong. The only thing I've done wrong, as a matter of fact, happened yesterday and today when I refused to wear my mask on the House floor. And the reason why I'm doing that is Nancy Pelosi will not change the rules uh, in in the House to allow us to go without masks, and, um, you know, I got very upset because I saw some videos online uh, about kids, and, and I think masking children is child abuse, and I've seen, I've seen like, there was a 10-year-old boy, a fourth grader, and he, he gave an amazing speech on why he doesn't want to wear a mask and how his teachers are mistreating him, and there was a, a young lady, a high school student running track, and she's having to wear a mask, and she literally passed out face first on the finish line. Um, a little girl crying outside her, her front door to her mom with the mask on because the school bus wouldn't let her on without her mask. And, um, you know, another high school student with the teacher berating him uh, and, and just tearing him to pieces because he didn't have a mask on. Look, our kids are not at risk uh, with COVID-19. And, and there is no entity that can force children or people to wear a mask or take a vaccine that they don't want to take. And th- these COVID vaccines are not even FDA approved. And I'm a person, I support anyone that wants to take a vaccine, go ahead and take it. If you're in the risk group and you want to get one, I support your right to do that. If you're a person that's in the risk group and you feel safer with a mask, hey, I support your rights to do that, but I do not support uh, forced mask mandates and forced vaccinations. And so I I held a little mask revolt yesterday and today, and it cost me money. Uh, They fined me here. So, uh, yeah, they're fining me. The first fine is $500, and the second fine is $2,500. So I'm actually paying money 
um, or losing part of my salary, which is worth it, to, to go without a mask because, and the whole reason I'm doing it is for these kids. And I feel like if I'm unable, I, I have to fight the tyrannical aggressions uh, right here in, in the House of Representatives from our tyrannical Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. And, you know, I have to do that here so that parents and kids can do it at home. Um, and, and that's why I'm willing to do it and willing to take these fines. But it, it's unbelievable uh, what, what they're trying to do to us and, and the amount of control they're trying to force on, you know, all of us all over the country. It's all about control and it's about um, making sure that we become obedient. And, and that's not what this country is about. This country is founded on freedom and we just have to be the people that stand up and, and make sure that we keep our freedom. And we're starting to stand up. They had a, they had a, all hell broke loose at the Scottsdale Unified School District meeting last night, just to give you some info on how we're doing it. And they were, uh, they were yelling at the board. They didn't have their masks on. They were saying, new board, new board. And the board actually got up and they had to be escorted out by police officers because they couldn't handle the heat uh, because they were talking about critical race theory and getting no masks for the children. So people are doing wow. it all over the country. Yeah. Isn't that great? You can Good mention that, that Royal the Troops night. on Friday. Not last kidding. night. Yeah. Yeah. Last night. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Good for those parents. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what, so this is the mindset. I'm so proud of those parents. You know, you're the taxpayer. You are paying for school. You are paying for all of this government. You didn't, yeah, I'm so proud of them for going in there and demanding that this critical race theory garbage racism be thrown out of schools and no mask mandates and no vaccine mandates. Good for them. That's awesome. So we're encouraging everyone that has been listening to the show or, and, and get, their, get their friends, rally the groups. I mean, if these meetings are once a month, what if everybody in the country went to a meeting, went to a board of supervisors meeting, went to a local uh, city council meeting, went to the, the school board and did that? Things would change very quickly right. because it is we the people. That's right. You know, it's the consent of the governed. And then um, what I want to encourage everybody is uh, MTG, notorious MTG Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene is very active on Telegram. So the, the information she was talking about with the, the no masks, it was on, that's on her Telegram account. So follow her on Telegram. You'll get all kinds of updates. She also is, she's got petitions to sign. She's talking about firing fraud. She, and she also gives away stuff. She has contests. Uh, she was giving away the uh, sugar weasel, right? Or no, no, the honey badger. Yeah, you were giving away badger. a honey badger. Oh yeah, we're doing that one too. <laughs> yeah, that one's gonna, that one's coming. No, yeah, that's, well, that is so great. Well, Michelle, listen, thank you for having me. I've got to get ready to head back over to vote the no. here in a few minutes and vote no on a January 6th commission, um, which just, I can't believe they're even trying to do it. You know, there's been over 445 people arrested. Uh, the FBI is planning to arrest 100 more from January 6th. There are multiple investigations already going on, at, and so it's not enough for the Democrats. No, they've got to they've got to do more. It's always more. So, God bless you guys. I hope I see you May 21st, um, Michelle. I hope I get to see you too. And and please, everybody, sign up to come. We can't wait to see you there, and and tell you all kinds of good news. And also, let's talk about this audit because you guys are leading the way. Um, for truth in the election. So I love it, and I can't wait to come to Arizona.
Thank you so much for coming on, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know your time is very valuable, and thank you again for fighting for We the People, and we'll see you on Friday. Thank you so much. You're the best. You bet. Bye. Oh, what an incredible, amazing woman. And look, let's just listen to the stories of the abuse that she's been taking from the left. It's constant. They're constantly after her, constantly after her, but she gets up every day and still, she still goes in and she still fights the fight. So if she can do that, if she can do that, I mean, they're getting physically abusive at this point. So if she can do that, everybody that's listening, they can rally their friends, rally the other parents, and go into a meeting. Or at least you know they're not going to hit you. They're not going to shoulder bump you. And they're not going to yell profanity at you. So you guys can do that. She's taken the sacrifice to do this for you. And she's getting fined for not wearing a mask, right? So if she can do that on behalf of all of us and take that constant berating where the entire media is after her. And then, of course, she said that they're trying to expel her from Congress for being a good American, for fighting for the country, for believing in America first. So if she can do all that and put up with that, I think we can get off our rear ends and go to a meeting and gather the friends and go in there and make the change and then get rid of the board members if they don't agree, right? And then take it over like they did in Vail. Well, not take it over. They actually then can elect themselves, appoint themselves to the position. So that the right values, the right uh, information is being uh, done and taught in the schools because it's not right now, just like they did in Vail, Arizona. So I hope that inspired people to uh, do something, to take action. We gave you some specific take action items today. And if you notice, everything that she was saying is stuff that we talk about on this platform all the time. Because it's the truth. It's the truth. And again, there's a lot more of us than them. And we can do this. We can take it back community by community. Because we've got somebody like Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, the notorious MTG, on our side fighting for us in Washington, D.C. She's going to be coming here Friday with Congressman Matt Gates. It sounds like Andy Biggs is going to be there. Our Congressman Andy Biggs and Paul Gosar, another our Congressman here, Paul Gosar. That event is this Friday, May 21st, in Mesa at the Delta Hotel's Marriott at 6.30 p.m. Tickets are free. If you go to our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, click the Take Action tab, then browse through there and see what other take action items you can do. But just click on that, and you'll see the live events page. Then you will see the banner. Go ahead and click on the big banner with her and Matt Gates on it, and that'll take you to get your free tickets. So make sure you sign up, head it down there, and again, she said, and once they start, once they finish speaking, make sure you stick around. I have a feeling you're going to want to stick around. I wonder if she was giving a hint that uh, there was a reason to stick around for more than question and answers. But she said they're going to do some question and answers. They want to talk to the people. They want to find out what's going on. They're here to support us for all the hard work we've done with getting the audit to the point where it is. And then again, uh, you know, the parents that were at the Scottsdale School Board yesterday stirring the pot there. The ones in Vail, Arizona, and the rest of them, that I hope there will be more of that. We can do a 30-day crunch, everybody, 30-day crunch. Oh, so yeah, I wonder if somebody's going to be coming. She wanted you to stay, stick around for her. Kind of time for somebody to make a little appearance. Arizona is a great place to do that. So I'm not making any uh, assumptions, not spreading any rumors, and I don't have any inside scoops, so I'm not uh, 
I'm not just, I'm not just saying something, but I thought it was interesting. She said, stick around. Who wouldn't? I mean, if they're there, I would definitely stick around. So I wonder if something's up. wonder if something, that would be awesome if something was up. So, um, yeah, Whew. I guess. That was, a, that was a big one uh, for me. I've just admired her for so long. And um, uh, I apologize if, if uh, uh, I'm a little, uh, a little off right now. But, you know, what a great woman. What a great woman. And like I said, if she can do it, we can do it. So let's do like a 30-day crunch. 30-day crunch from today for 30 days. That means you're having a one cycle of all these meetings. Figure out when it is. And gather the gather the troops and go there. And if you can go to all three, even better. And not let things back to where they need to be and getting control of the chaos of the tyranny because it does not need to happen. It should have never happened. We should have never let it get this far. But we did. So that's you know, that's in the past, but let's fix it now. Like again, we don't need to ask why. They're doing what they're doing. We already know that. The next question is, what can I do? Where do I go? And let's, and you say, when? No, no, no. The when is now. It's make it happen May for a reason. Make it happen May for a reason. And real quick before I bring on my next guest, our next special guest in Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. She's at 130 already. All right. This little interview is really long. So uh, I'm going to jump right to it. But I just want to let everybody know that's listening We'll be back on Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time in the Patriotic Soapbox on Friday is Dr. Pam Popper. Oh, I'm a huge Dr. Pam Popper fan. If you're not familiar with her, check out some of her videos. Go check out Make Americans Free Again. It's an, it's an amazing group. We're going to get the local chapter leader here on the show and get involved with them highly. They have Thursday meetings. They meet in person. They support each other's businesses, and they have take action items for school districts and board of supervisors and uh, the other one, which is uh, the, the, the city councils and all kinds of information, scripts, things that you can do. It's very, very, very a well-oiled machine and they're growing all over the country. She even tells you how to start your own chapters to get everybody involved because this is how we, we make it happen. We come together. Uh, my MTG was talking about that. We come together and we have to take a little bit of time, right? It takes a little bit of personal responsibility that's Kohler talked about earlier take a little bit and a little bit of dedication but there's a lot on the line there's a lot on the line your kids are on the line yours and mine and their future and future meaning oh I don't know in the next 12 months the next 12 months are on the line you know you've got these politicians these pundits these talking heads saying oh well you know we've got to we've got to get ready for the 2022 we got to look forward to 2022 there isn't a 2022 election that's going to matter you still have the machines you're still going to have the corruption because they're 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 littered with fraud not to mention all of the extreme tactics that they did they came at us as we were talking about on episode of 208 with Maria Zach they came at election in 2020 with everything they had there wasn't anything that they didn't cover from change illegally changing legislation to signing backdoor deals like with Stacey Abrams to have Mark Zuckerberg come in with $400 million, which was more than what the government spent on the election to have all of these special centers, these tabulation centers that was just, you just going, what, what is this? And then of course the mail-in ballots and the, uh, the coronavirus excuse that why people couldn't go vote, but yet you could go protest 
burn stuff down over the summer, BLM and Antifa, and all gather together in big crowds. But that was okay. They said, no, 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 that's okay. It's more important to go out and voice voice your uh, rights or your opinions. And this is back when it was like the hotspot. And what? And, and Memorial Day weekend just after that, May June. And then, and then it was okay to uh, basically, you know, be on top of each other and not wear a mask. But then all of a sudden, later on, it's not. I told you, it's all lies. It's totally inconsistent. It's totally all lies. We already know that. So I just need, I just need, you know, to, to realize, to realize that we don't have the luxury of time anymore. So everybody needs next 30 days. We're doing a 30-day challenge. I'm going to get together with these other groups. We're going to launch a 30-day challenge. I'm going to see if I can pull it off to launch it next week with all the groups, with all the influencers that have been on our show, and we're all going to put together, I'm going to put together a take action toolkit, and it's going to have all those people involved, and we're going to be pushing it out there. That We're going to do a 30-day challenge, which gives us one entire cycle of all these meetings nationwide, every single city, every single state across the United States of America, and let's see what happens. Let's see what they do. I think they're going to get scared. I think they're going to run off. They're going to run away. They're going to shut their mouths. And either they're going to step down or we're going to be able to get the change that we want, right? Because they just want to get reelected. Well, they're not going to. We already know that. But we need to get them out now. Speaking of getting out, real quick before I bring on the next guest. And it, it is a recorded interview, but it's fascinating. Um, so I want you to make sure that you can listen as long as you can. So I just wanted to mention the recall really quick. All right. So there's a very important recall here in Arizona, and it is the recall of Anarchy Arizona, Speaker of the House, Rusty Bowers. They need about 30,000 signatures. So if you're in Legislative District 25, which is the Mesa area, this area, please go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Again, the Take Action tab, that's where all this stuff is listed. And then you'll see an Arizona recalls page. And of course, there's a big graphic there with Rusty the Rhino's face. And that'll take you to the website. It has all the information. It has all the information on the things that he has done, which he actually is in support of a bill that allows pedophiles and sex offenders to be removed from the database within five years. So that way he could protect his friends who are pedophiles, human traffickers, and sex offenders. Just that's sick. I mean, that is just sick. Like there's something immorally wrong with somebody who thinks that that's okay. And of course, they'll come up with an excuse. Oh, they're just young guys that were dating somebody under 18. No, 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 no. That's not what it's about. And then, of course, he also put something in motion, a bill to make it more difficult to do a recall, uh, which was dangerous. We talked about that on Monday with Tommy Collins on episode 212. You might want to listen to that. But all that information, and there's much more, but that's just, a, that's just the gist of it. And there's much more information about him and the bad things he's done. And that is on the website that it will take you to. And you can also sign up to get your petition. You can get you, you print them out here in Arizona and all of the FedEx locations. They set up a system in order to do that. And they're looking for volunteers to help with the signatures. So let's all, let's all pull this off if we can. That would be awesome for anybody that's out there that's listening that wants to get him out. And um, Mike Lindell is on the team that's supporting this. So America Restored is pioneering this. They're working with a couple of local groups here. They're working with our buddy, Mary Ann Mendoza of, Amer of uh, Angel Families. She's spearheading the movement out there in LD25 in the Mesa area. So if you want to volunteer and help, you can obviously go to the website that is listed that you'll get to to the graphic on the uh, Arizona Recalls page, or you can contact Mary Ann. I'm going to talk to her about how she wants to handle that so she can build a team of people out there that are going to help with this recall. 
And again, like I said, Mike Lindell is on the team to support this. So you'll see him mentioning it. We don't need a lot of signatures. There's actually something that can be done. We've got less than 30 days to pull it off. You can also go, for those that are just listening, you can go to uh, recallrusty.com, recallrusty.com. But again, all that information is listed on the Take Action tab under Arizona Recalls to make it easy for you so you don't have to remember much. Um, But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's going to send a message. If we can get one successful recall, because the other ones didn't go through, and there's a lot of signatures that are needed in the ones that are still going on, we can get one successful recall, especially here in Arizona, where obviously we are the focus of attention because of the audit, because of what's going on at these meetings, and we wouldn't be uh, the focus in, we, we, well, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and Congressman Matt Gates wouldn't be coming here if we weren't a big target, a big, a big focus point for everybody. So obviously they're talking about it in Washington. They're talking about it in the swamp. It is all over the media because obviously that they think this is just a sham, a circus, which is actually the language that our Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, used when she described it. She's kind of, that's another thing that's sick. So she wants to have clean elections. She wants to have them safe and secure, which says that. She wants to make sure that they, they are honest, um, but yet... And somebody pushes back to her and say, well, and show us. She thinks we're, we're all crazy and it's just it's a waste of time and, and uh, it's dangerous. You know what's dangerous? Those people are dangerous. The fact that they're in charge, that's dangerous. And that needs to stop. That needs to end. So, again, the uh, recall Rusty Bowers is important because it'll send a message to all of these politicians all over the country that if you do bad things, you don't work for the interests of we the people. Even if you are in a uh, state office, your your uh, work we're, we can. <laughs> sorry about that. We 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 know who you are, and we can get you out. We can get you out, so you can't get away with what you think you can, or what you've been allowed to get away with for so long. We the people are fed up. We're sick and tired of it, and it doesn't need to happen. It's consent of the governed. They work for us. We pay their salaries. And when they don't do their job or they don't represent us or they are hurting the American people, which they are doing now with their bills and their decisions and their trillions of dollars being funneled all over the all over to other countries and, abort, and, of course, supporting the border where hundreds of thousands of people are coming over that are now in your cities, in your towns. Remember, every city is a border city now. Every city is a border city, and this is all part of the plan. We'll talk about that a little bit more on Friday. But it's important to get him out. It sends a message, just like these meetings when they go viral, these videos, sending a message that we're coming for you because you've done a bad job and you don't care about the American people and you want, our, we want, they want people to suffer. You want children to suffer and no more. So, again, go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, click the Take Action tab, and the Arizona Recalls. And once you go on to the graphic, which is recallbowers.com, might be on our good on them, but like I said, it's easier, easier to go to the website. That'll get you information about him. That'll give you information about getting the ballots. You can go to the FedEx Kinkos once you sign up, print them out. And, of course, they're looking for volunteers. We need to pull this one off, people. We need to get rid of this rhino, this bad, bad man who's been there for a long time. 
making bad decisions that affect every aspect of your life, business, personal, family, future, everything, everything. All right, so my next guest, I've I've spoken long enough. I am long-winded. I am long-winded. You know, I'm going to play one one quick little song real quick before I go bring on the next guest. Like I said, it's recorded that I want to still do the same intro. So let me, since we're fired up, right? We're going to fire it up. I'm going to just put the icing on the cake. Here's the icing on the cake. Our next special guest joining me in the soapbox is Dr. Larry Polevsky. He's a New York State pediatrician who utilizes a holistic approach to children's wellness and illness. He also hosts the weekly podcast, Critically Thinking, with Dr. T and Dr. P, as in Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. They have an open debate and discussion on topics such as COVID-19, vaccines, medicine, science, health, and true wellness which have disappeared in today's polarized environment. This is an interview that I previously recorded with him, which goes in a very unexpected direction. He takes the COVID propaganda to an entirely new level of consciousness and delivers the truth about the Wuhan flu agendas and vaccines. Remember, it's not a vaccine, but an experimental biological agent with mRNA technology, tracking devices, operating systems, and fetal tissue from aborted babies. Yes, the fetal tissue from aborted babies. We talked about some very specific issues with it during breaking news. Notorious MTG brought it up in her segment, and we talk about it on every show. So open your ears, open your eyes, everybody. I know you got, to, you got this. You got this. Don't buy into the crap you're seeing on the media. I'll plug real quick. If you want to get media, you want to get truths, you go to the Take Action tab, go to the Patriotic Media. Those are all the media sources that are telling the truth, that are breaking these news, like we're talking about with the Connecticut government. And they're not spinning anything. They're not falling in into the propaganda, the political propaganda pandemic that just keeps getting worse and worse about everything. Right now, and then the audits, the, you know, the hot topic, the corona. And then, of course, you know, you got your climate. They already told you they're going to focus on that. And that's the CNN behind-the-scenes interview at uh, Project Veritas. He said, oh, we were, you know, COVID's kind of on the down, you know, it's on the downswing, so we got to come up with something new. We're just going to focus on, we're going to focus on the, the, uh, the, the uh, climate change. That's going to be the new topic. So it's just literally, it's all, it's all agenda. None of it's true. None of it's true. So um, this interview is a little bit longer than our normal conversations, but it's fascinating. There's a lot of light bulb moments for me that went on, and it is well worth every minute of your time Dr. Larry Pilevsky, 
He's an amazing man who's driven with a passion to sincerely help humanity. Again, he's got a show weekly with Dr. Ten, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. That is not something we all, that is something you don't want to miss. And we're going to add that to our must listen to page. It's going to be a little bit, like I said, it's a longer interview, but it's literally well worth all of your time. And I'll be back just to close the show real quick because we are way over. So here we go. Dr. Larry Pilevsky, thank you so much for being our special guest today on the Everything Home talk show. How are you today? I'm well, Michelle. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, I appreciate it so much. I know you're a very busy, active, very active pediatrician in New York, so your time is very valuable, and, and I appreciate you coming on. But the reason why I wanted to have you is because I had seen an interview that you had done a couple months ago, at the, in the, it was the Canadian Vaccine or Canadian Anti-Vaccine Network, uh, and it was so different, and that's just the only word I could come up with, different than everyone else's message when it came to the coronavirus and the way you analyzed it, uh, that, that I thought it was something that was perfect for our audience and for our platform and for more people to know about it. So before we go into the interview, I just want you to kind of give a little bit about your background and who you are and if there's anything personal that you want to share about how you started focusing on the coronavirus and, and the vaccines, and then we'll kind of take it from there because there's so much misinformation and there's a lot of information that people need to know because this is affecting the entire planet at this point, and um, we just we need the truth to be to be told. Great. Well, thank you for that introduction. Um, well, I was born and raised in New York, and um, I attended Vassar College in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, and NYU School of Medicine, and then did a three-year pediatric residency at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York, and uh, then a one-year fellowship at NYU Bellevue Hospital in the Department of Pediatrics in their outpatient department. And so um, most of my first, I would say since third year medical school, my first 15 years of medicine, I was engaged in um, intensive care pediatric medicine, ER, emergency room pediatrics, um, inpatient pediatrics, delivery room pediatrics, neonatal intensive care. I took care of well newborns. I took care of sick newborns, and I had an outpatient clinic. And um, in those 15 years of clinical medicine, um, I got a lot of experience taking care of some pretty, pretty sick kids. But I noticed along the way that there was something missing in my education. I I was given a lot of tools to be able to help people, but I wasn't given the tools to understand how they got to the illnesses or how they got to their symptoms in the first place and whether I could intervene or suggest anything that would offer them another opportunity to not get sick all the time. And so I started talking to and meeting all these people in other professions in the healing arts, in Chinese medicine and homeopathy and chiropractic and naturopathy, um, in osteopathy uh, Ayurvedic medicine, and instead of just, you know, oh, well, that's not Western medicine. I, I don't care about what you have to say. I was actually interested because it was different than what I understood, and I wanted to know more. 
And so I started to realize that um, I could get a lot of answers uh, uh, from these uh, practitioners and from these fields of medicine, and um, I could apply them into my clinical practice. But I started to see that um, a lot of the things that I was practicing weren't consistent with what I was told I was going to see. And so I started asking questions. And I was always a kid. I was a young teenager. I was a, a medical college student, med medical student uh, in my residency. I always asked questions because I just didn't take what I was given at face value. And sometimes to my detriment, but <laughs> for the most part, I was curious. And I wanted to know more. And I wanted to have a deeper understanding than some authority telling me uh, what was true. And, you know, from a personal perspective, I've never trusted authority. And I've had reasons not to trust authority. And I've had to develop my own inner authority and my own inner voice in order to keep myself safe because authority from the outside was never, you know, someone or something that I thought, you know, had my best interests at heart. And so that was obviously a detriment to my happiness, but it was also a real gift to my ability to think things through and search and try to understand things on a deeper level. And so as I kept asking questions, I kept coming up with things that were contrary to what medical school and residency told me were going to be true. And I wasn't going to just brush it aside and say, well, it doesn't fit, so I'm not going to look at it. I looked at it. So I looked at nutrition. I looked at um, vaccines. I looked at overuse of antibiotics. I looked at overuse of medications. I looked at all these things that said, whoa, but there's something more to learn here. My colleagues in Western medicine were not, weren't interested. And when I finally went into practice, and I've been pretty much in a holistic integrative practice for the little over 20 years, um, I would see kids in my practice who were consulting me from other pediatricians' practices who I knew, and the kids would get better. And because of the suggestions I made, because of the treatments I gave, and, and again, non-pharmaceutical treatments and uh, nutritional treatments, and the parents would go back to the pediatricians and say, you know, we no longer have this condition or we're better. And the pediatricians would say, I don't want to know. I don't want to know why. I'm glad you're better, but I don't really want to know what Dr. Pilevsky did. I thought, wow, that's really interesting. There's, there's a dogmatic you know, approach that they have that I was taught to have that started to unwind as I started to ask more questions and say, I don't know what I don't know. Let me find out more. And the big issue was the vaccines. And, you know, 1998, here we are in 2020, 1998, a mother came up to me and said, Dr. Larry, did you know there's mercury in vaccines? And, you know, mind you, Michelle, I started medical school in 1983. So this is 15 years after I started medical school, and I didn't know it. And so instead of saying, ah, don't worry about it, it's nothing to worry about, it, it's minimal in there, it's not going to hurt you, I decided to investigate it. And not only did I investigate it, but I wanted to know what else was in vaccines. Mm -hmm. And so it just created this inquiry. And the more I inquired, the more I kept finding things that were not consistent with what the narrative was that I was supposed to tell. And I took an oath of first do no harm. 
And I was also brought up with a very, very strong moral and ethical code. So I couldn't lie. And I had to face the truth, even if it was something I didn't like. And what I started to see was as I started to raise the questions, I was being, you know, countered by colleagues in medicine who said, no, you shouldn't ask. Well, that's not relevant. Right. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I can either stay with you guys here in a field of medicine where you're not going to question, you're just going to keep the narrative that makes you comfortable, where science really doesn't grow and truth doesn't really come out. Or I'm going to step into an area of the world where I haven't had much experience, but I'm going to you know, dive into it and say, well, I need to know more. And so that's when I went into a holistic integrative practice. And I've been able to practice pediatric medicine for over 20 years without using much in the way of pharmaceutical medicine. Oh, and wonderful to hear. That, that is absolutely amazing that you have done that. You know, people need proof of concept, right? Otherwise, they, right. Yeah, they, they, uh, they, they doubt and then and, and they won't pursue things. But before you get to the next point, what I want to ask before I forget, your colleagues that didn't want to know why your method was working compared to what they learned and they just they didn't want to understand why that why that helped people that just kind of blows my mind that somebody wouldn't want to know why it worked if it was helping somebody regardless if it was in the health industry or in in a business so if you had something that worked why would they not want to know is it because they really don't care and they just want to go through the motions or was there a, a different agenda for them? Because you would think that doctors would want to do anything to help patients, especially if it was better for them. Well, that's a nice idealistic viewpoint and I agree with you, but the reality came to me um, that um, it was out of their scope of, time, concern, understanding, and, you know, the ideology of Western medicine is very, very strong. And so medical doctors, at least the way I was taught and the way I've seen doctors taught since, is I'm the doctor, I know. And if there's something that I need to know, Western medicine will teach it to me. Otherwise, there is no information that I could actually I could in any way um, utilize because I already know what I need to know. And there's very little concept in the Western medical teaching and the ideology to, for many of the doctors to say, I don't know what I don't know. And That's so dangerous. It, That's dangerous because the average person is putting so much confidence and respect and putting doctors that they go to on a pedestal and whatever they say is golden and that must Correct. be the way. And that's, that's kind of why I'm bringing this up early on in this interview, because I want people to realize that just because the doctor says it is so isn't necessarily so there's a lot of doctors just like you're giving examples 
that, you know, have the blinders on and they go off of something that maybe, you know, is many, many years old and they don't, they're not looking at alternative things or new or updated information. So, you know, it's almost like buyer beware when you're going to your doctor, you have to make sure that that doctor is a, is well-versed on things that are more up to date or modern or, you know, alternative, not because it's, it's, it's your health. Just because one doctor says it's so it's like, you know, you can watch television now, you know, click on the mainstream media. You can have four different doctors, completely four different opinions and drastically right. different, but they're all doctors. And you're going, wait a minute, guys, it, it should be one or the other. It's there. They right. should not have all different opinions here. So I just want people to just understand that because the doctor says it's so, doesn't necessarily mean it's correct. And correct. trying to start questioning the doctor and doing a little bit more investigative work to find out what he does or what, how he practices or what his thought process is because it is so important now where there is drastic differences between the ideology of doctors, their methods and how they practice the results they get and the things that they are telling you to take for all different kinds of things, not just the, you know, the coronavirus. And we as human beings, consumers need to have a different approach when it comes to that. There's, they're not all knowing beings uh, and that's important. So I just want to make that clear. Yeah. You've alluded to a lot of things. Um, I'm going to try and pick some of them apart because there was a lot of meaty stuff in what you just said. But one, I just want to say that there are many, 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 many doctors who did question. And so they became acupuncturists as well as medical doctors. They became homeopaths as well as medical doctors. Uh, They started studying functional medicine instead of just Western medicine. So there are a number of doctors who have branched out, but the majority of doctors are still based in a pharmaceutical model where you know, you have a symptom, we're going to get rid of it, rather than let's try and understand what's at the root cause or what's contributing to this so that we can change the patterns or change the course of your life so you could become more aware of how to prevent this going further, whether it's in your emotional body, whether it's in your nutritional body, whether it's in your physical environment, whether it's the air quality, whether it's your relationships, um, all the the things that are in your life that could help contribute to the onset of symptoms and change them or modify them or become aware of them so that you can make a concerted um, effort and a decision in your life to make your own life better. Um, the medical system is pretty much a subservient system. I say, therefore, you do. Uh, the The entire world is built on a very paternalistic uh, system, one in which, you know, the authoritarian is ruling and the, the subservients are saying, yes, master, whatever you say. And I think one of the reasons we are here where we are in 2020 is because the paternalistic authoritarian, I'm the ruler, if you don't follow me, I'm going to blank, is dying. And the, the uh, ability for people to withstand just a paternalistic system is, is, is going away. 
And so we're, we're at a place where we're needing the human consciousness to wake up and ask questions and delve into uh, greater depths of thinking and consciousness and awareness of what's going on around us. Because we have given up our authority, mm-hmm. our inner authority. We have given up to um, what many have described and what the Bible describes as false prophets, false gods, and, and fall, you know, worshiping false idols. And we, we don't think to question anything anymore. And when we have questioned, I mean, the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of parents who went into the doctor and questioned the safety of vaccines and were told, don't worry, I'm the doctor, I know, and then their kids get the shots and the kids either died or got maimed. And the doctor said, no, it had nothing to do with that. And, you know, you're the parent. And you're saying, wait a second, nothing else intervened in my child. And now my child stopped talking or my child died in the crib or my child is banging his head against the wall. Never happened before. And the, do- the authoritarian is saying, no, I would never do anything like that. And the, the public who went to the doctor thinking, no, they would never do anything to harm us, is now realizing, well, yeah, they are doing something to harm us, and they won't even listen to the fact that they're doing something to harm us. And so we're at this... Well, don't forget the PR campaign and messaging against the people who were against the vaccine was almost like they were... They should be banished from the earth for saying anything and questioning the uh, efficacy of of the vaccines. I mean, they, those people were, I mean, just slandered left and right um, for years because they questioned whether we should they should be taking them and they didn't want to. And then all of a sudden, when I think it was a couple of years ago, remember the measles kind of popped up out of nowhere, which was kind of the weirdest thing. You're going, wait, the measles is back? And they're saying, oh, it was because all of these anti-vaccinator parents didn't get their kids vaccinated, so they're the cause of it. And you're going, wow, that's kind of, that's kind of a weak argument, but okay, let's go with that. So they're, they're constantly being just beaten up because they are against this big pharma push for these vac- vaccines. Right, right. And, and, and again, I mean, and, let's have a healthy debate. Let's have a healthy discussion about it. They don't want that. They don't want that. That's why the the authoritarian, you know, tyrannical, uh, paternalistic uh, model is dying Mm -hmm. because people are starting to say, wait a second, I'm not just going to listen to you because you say so, right? There needs to be more accountability here. There needs to be more uh, transparency here. We're, we're, we're getting information and experiences that are different from what you're telling us is true. And now you're trying to suppress our experiences and our truths. Wait a second. Something's really wrong here. And unfortunately, we have the majority of the population who's still willing to drink the Kool-Aid. And, you know, all we can do uh, who are having different experiences, who are doing different research who are finding out different answers, all we can do is continue to um, model the truth, to bring it out as best as possible 
and and hope that there are more and more people who are willing to say, wow, I never thought of that, or that's interesting. See, that curiosity, Michelle, to me, that's the most fascinating thing. The curiosity is lost. It, it's really, they're automatons. And any, it's like a wooden nickel trying to put a wooden nickel in a slot machine. You're, you're not getting any reaction from the dogma embodied people because they, they just can't go there because then they'd have to realize that their authority may not be telling them the truth and that they're not taking responsibility for finding out the truth themselves. And so we're in an interesting place, especially around vaccines and especially around the whole thing that's going on with COVID-19. So do you think, uh, how should I say this? Do you think people, I mean, obviously the only thing that we can do is keep giving them information, right? And at some point hope that they pay attention. But do you think that they don't want the information because they might have to put in a little effort to do a little homework? And we've just been, we've been so conditioned to be, lazy and having no personal responsibility because that's what's been indoctrinated into society for the past number of years. And obviously that's dangerous. That's very dangerous. Um, but that's what we, the mainstream media and the powers that be have created that narrative and that, that indoctrination even in the school systems. And then it's trickled into you know, parents and things like that. Um, do you think that they are going to be able to have an open mind at some point based on your experience where you're seeing, because you've seen all like two different generations of people uh, and the evolution of maybe their thought process. So do you see that as being a potential change where they're going in that direction or is it just that the message needs to be delivered to more people, but it's being obviously, like we talked about, suppressed? Right. So here, here's what I've experienced. And again, I, I'm not saying I'm right and I'm not saying I'm wrong, but I am saying just from my experience and years of doing this. When, when you have a, an individual or a group of individuals who are so devoted to what they say, what the authorities tell them, um, without critical thought, then you are, you are essentially in what, what seems to me to be a trauma bond because you cannot even consider the possibility that what somebody in authority is telling you might be untrue or might be inaccurate or might be wrong. And so... Then, then you're in a you're in a devoteeism. You're a devotee. You're no no longer an individual. You're now attached to the authority. And in so doing, you've lost any personal autonomy. Now, for whatever fear, whatever trauma bond, whatever your subconscious or shadow work that you're not looking at is operating. You're, you're not going to be able to critically address what the, the, the authority is telling you. Because if you did, at some point you'd have to realize 
You weren't being accountable and responsible to yourself. You may have been lied to. What does it mean if you were lied to by an authority? What does it mean if you listen to an authority and someone hurt you? What does it mean if you listen to an authority and you allowed yourself to be hurt? And what is it if you listen to an authority and you allowed someone you loved to be hurt? The degree of anger that you would then come to is astronomical. You'd probably be brought to your knees in shame and embarrassment and fury because you, you, uh, you dissolved. You completely dissolved. And all of your information that you knew came from outside of you and you ignored any of your own intuitive power and you ignored any of your own research, experience, intelligence, critical thinking, trial and error, exploration, and curiosity. And all you did was say, I know because they say. And if you want a more concrete example, I'll give you the millions of parents who engaged in that scenario and then either had their children maimed or killed from vaccines. And that's the process they had to go through. They had to internally say, how did I not know? Why did I listen? How is it that, that I trusted this person and I got hurt and my child got hurt? And the fury and the rage and the helplessness that you feel If you're engaged in a trauma bond, that's almost impossible for you to uh, connect to because you haven't done your own inner work about how you've been traumatized in your past and you're just praying that this authority outside of you would not do to you what other authorities have done to you. It's very very classic uh, child abuse or child trauma scenarios where kids who are abused or neglected from uh, guardians uh, still want to go back to the guardian in, in, in prayer and in hopes that they would never do it again. And so they would ignore, even when the guardian was doing it again, just mm-hmm. to please be you know, with the guardian who loves them. And so you know, most people have some degree of trauma, neglect, abuse in their system. And so when the authority, I mean, the authorities have been brilliant, Michelle, in their propaganda to, to make us believe that we need to be afraid and they'll take care of us. And, you know, I use the sort of hashtag, they would never do anything to harm us um, line because that's really what's at the root of this is no, they would never do anything to harm us. And my answer is, have you not looked in your rearview mirror and read history? Are, are you that ignorant that you don't think history could repeat itself? And here, right here in our country, in the world today, and it's impossible. It's impossible because the depth of shadow work, the depth of, of inner work that would have to be done is immense. 
And so it's much easier to just say, no, they would never do anything to harm us because, because they're good. They're good. Why would they do that to us? They would never give us a vaccine that could kill us. They would never give us a vaccine that wasn't safe, even though the manufacturers are completely immune to any mm-hmm. liability. Right? Oh, but that's, that's, that's a separate point. We'll just push that aside. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, we'll just push aside the obvious because we can't engage in the truth because in our systems, we're so tied to trusting the authority and not recognizing the depths to which our shadow and our, our subconscious are operating to derail us from our own intuition and our own ability to critically think through things. And so, you know, when I was in medical school in the 1980s, we, we had a saying, medicine changes one death at a time. And it seems to be true because people, even with the COVID-19 injection, and I won't call it a vaccine because it's not a vaccine. It's not been proven to be a vaccine where people are just hanging on this, this, this savior of, of an injection. I'm sorry? Yeah that it's like a false hope it's it's almost worshiping it's 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 worshiping an idol that you think is going to make everything okay um that's then and that's the direction this is all going um correct you you know your your point that you've just talked about for about five six minutes is brilliant and that is for me the light bulb just went on as to why people are not listening to the facts, regardless of their own in- intuition. I mean, they're just blocking it out. And you can put it right in front of their face, and they still won't believe you. It's, it's gotten to that bad that, that a majority of the, I don't want to say majority, but let's just use it for the, the sake of this conversation. A majority of the people are, have been conditioned that way but if you take a step back, and you, brought, you, you mentioned it in, in, in the message you just delivered, which is, was incredible, the powers that be knew that people would act this way. So this was all, it's all, it was planned. They, the narrative was planned. It's almost like they, they put the the script together and, and the actions and the support because they knew that's how the people would react. It's almost like textbook and we fell in it. We fell into it and then they kept fueling it. And then after so much time, it just becomes, why should I question them? But I've not heard anyone put it into perspective where it goes back into the reason why I don't want to question the authority it's because then I have to deal with, you know, a childhood issue that I have suppressed for years, or I don't want to, you know, deal with having to consider that it might be my fault because I wasn't paying attention rather than just saying, you know what, I've fell into the, I, I believe their lines. I, I fell into the narrative. I followed the, what I thought were the rules. And now I see that they're not and let's move on in life. So they would rather keep living this almost like living a false life and living living in in, in a whole ulterior universe than the other people who have woken up to reality. And 
now it makes sense why people are so stubborn on not seeing the facts right in front of them, whether it's the coronavirus or it's the vaccines or it's blatant election fraud or or they're just believing things because they've been told to believe it and they're not willing to look at something that is so obvious. And then when, yeah. you, line up, when you line up all three of those, you know, this is the year, you know, 2020, we lived, <laughs> lived through it. I, I, I used the, the, the phrase or kind of the analogy of it's the year that we were told to put on our masks, but yet it was the year that all the people for all these years who've really been lying to us took off their masks and showed us who they really were, whether it was the big pharma or it was the politicians uh, or it was the big corporations or the big tech, uh, as you call them, what, the technocracies, right? Or the, the Technoc- te- technocrats. Yeah. Technocrats. They all showed their true colors. And I used this analogy the other day on my show. I said, you know, I, I said, you know, God's got to be so frustrated with us as, as a whole, as people, saying, I can't make this more obvious to you guys. Like, I actually, in order for you to wake up, I had to, I had to get all of you to put on a mask, to actually right. have something physically on your face, to hide things. So that when all of the people who unmasked themselves, you actually had something physical to say, well, wait a second. I'm now, uh, you're making me wear the mask, but you're actually showing all of your true colors now. I had to do that because you guys aren't paying attention that I had to physically do that for you to wake up. You must be like, I don't know what else to do. I I can't make it more obvious than that because I've never seen so much come to the surface in all these different categories. I'm 40, well, I just turned 48. So, and I pay attention and I've never seen so much truth coming through all these people who have been lying. Uh, and, and I've seen now, I see their agendas that I, that I have never seen before all these years. And it makes sense why some people are still not wanting to believe it. When now is the time where everything literally is on the table. So right. I just wanted to get that out to get no, people in no, their that mindset was... to, because of, of what you said, put it all together for me. And I want other people to re-listen to that whole section because maybe that light bulb will come on for them because it's all out there now. It's, it's, it's like everybody is standing there totally right. naked. And if you can't <laughs> see that... <laughs> It's like God. It's like I can't. I'm going to have to give you guys helmets next time. I'm going to put you in all <laughs> kinds of different get-ups because the masks just aren't obvious enough. But everything is out. Right. And and, well, and I, it, I, yeah, I, I, it's I unbelievable so to me. Yeah, I so appreciated the way you you um, laid that out around the masks and and um, essentially being naked. You know, like how else are we going to get? To, to see this. Um, but I, want to, I, I want to add something to what you said. And cause I've been saying this for many, many years and I know it's going to sound harsh, but what I've been saying is the truth is irrelevant. And the reason I've said that for so many years is because again, it's the wooden nickel in a slot machine. If you are, if you are, um, hell bent on a dogma, 
If you're hell-bent on information that you think you know because somebody told it to you, but you have not done any of the internal work to identify whether that information is true, it's going to be very difficult for you to hear other information because your, your lack of research, your lack of critical thinking, and your lack of intuitive um, connection is going to show. And you're going to show your, your, your shame and you're going to show your embarrassment because you walk around with such intelligence that's not even yours. It's based on what an authority gave you. So you're essentially a house of cards. So we're living in a society of, of house of cards. And you, you try and bring the truth to them, and it's irrelevant. Because their system can't accept information that differs from the authority's de- delivery of information. Because then, they, again, they would be exposed for how fraudulent they are for not even doing the work themselves. They're just abiding by what the authority says and bowing down to it and kissing the feet and saying they would never do anything to harm us. So the truth is, is, is irrelevant. The way that I have tried to present the information is through the heart, is through experience. So when a parent says, no, vaccines are not safe, you're going against somebody who says vaccines are safe because they said they are. And so you're, you're essentially using two north poles of two magnets, and you're trying to bring them together. And that's never going to work. But if a parent says, well, it was my experience that my child was fine and then got a vaccine and died, you're south-poling the other person, essentially. You're, you're actually offsetting the mindset with your heart, with your experience, with your gentleness, with your vulnerability by being able to say, well, you know, I know you think that vaccines are safe, but I just want you to know that it wasn't safe for my child. And so you potentially open the door to a conversation for someone to peek in and say, really, that happened to you? So it it allows for the house of cards to become a little bit dislodged, but things don't come crumbling down. And it doesn't mean you're going to be successful. But in my experience, coming at people with facts, coming at people with truth, when all they have is their knowledge based on what an authority told them, is unsuccessful most of the time because they can't hear it. It's that wooden nickel in a slot machine. So to me, the truth is irrelevant. Information is irrelevant. What's relevant is, are you curious? Are you sure? You sound really certain. Um, is there no, no uncertainty in anything of what you're saying? The reality is to reach people to see if you can create some doubt, to create some uncertainty in their position. Otherwise, you're just going to do North Pole, North Pole, and you're going to have an, un, you know, an unending fight that's going to go nowhere because the truth is irrelevant. So it doesn't matter if, um, if vaccines are unsafe, uh, if you haven't done your own homework to be open to the possibility that they're unsafe, you're going to worship the, the ground that the, that the authorities walk on. And, it, and, and if you think this COVID-19 is going to make you better, and you are not curious about 
all of the corruption that's going into the manufacture of this thing and the ingredients in this thing and the, uh, the hiding of the studies and the number of people who are dying and being maimed, you're going to worship it and you're going to get it. And the only way you're going to have the knowledge is if you go through the experience of being damaged. And if that's what it takes, that's what it's going to take. And that's what we're going to end up seeing. We're going to have to see a number of people die because they're beholden to the authority, because they say, therefore, we know. And so you're going to need to see death. You're going to need to see destruction. You're going to need to see people uh, really, really maimed unless there's a, a level of curiosity or, or uncertainty or an ability to doubt in the population. So do you think that the people, the part of the population that is believing and putting all their faith into the authorities, rather, do you think that it's because they have drifted so far away from believing in God? I mean, obviously, they're not believing in themselves. We know that, right? Because there's, issue, there's you know, whatever issue is there, that they're not using their own intuition and looking inside. Do you think it's because they don't, uh, they don't believe in God, they don't worship God, or they've removed that religion and having that as their highest being? And they've replaced it with these, like you mentioned, false god and false prophets and worshiping the idols. And now these other authorities have replaced God, replaced religion. Right. And it's end up now that it's a, a fight almost between good and evil. And, right. it, and it's all of these things that are happening in this past year. And you had mentioned it when we were talking before, and other people have too. It's very biblical, and it's actually lining mm -hmm. up with many of the, the, the chapters and, and verses that are in the Bible. Um, you want to comment on that? Because I think that that maybe will knock some sense in people too, or, they, or at least maybe have them understand why their family or their friends are acting in a certain way where they're just not seeing it. Because once you get it and you're more, you're, you finally get that, you become awake and you see it, it's so clear. And, and right. I'm just going to give you a personal, since you've mentioned experience, for me personally, I mean, I've been paying attention and I've been, I mean, I've had, we've had a couple shows and uh, experts on when we were talking about the coronavirus. I've had a lot of amazing guests, so the guests, the famous names people would know. So I, I'm in, I'm in tune to what's going on and I'm, I watch, which I thought were the right, <laughs> were the right deliverers of the message. But after after the shenanigans with the election and then the constant information coming in where it was just factual and then it constantly being dismissed. I said, I got to do a deep dive. I literally turned off Fox business news, Fox news turned off the, when I, cause I'd have it run in the background all day as I'm working that Fox business news on different shows. And then I would watch some of the Fox shows at night thinking that I was getting, you know, the, the right information. Well, then I started listening to podcasts. I started to listen to different uh, online streams and different, uh, I don't know, just use the word loosely, experts. And all of a sudden, what we're talking about right now hit me like a ton of bricks. And I went, I, I didn't put the connection together with 
all of this being a battle between good and evil. And that mm. was the missing link for me because I knew the facts, right? I knew the facts about what I've, what I've seen and heard about the elections and, I, and, and the coronavirus because I was doing deep dives into that. But the missing link for me was how come not only couldn't people understand it, which you filled that in today for me, but it was um, the good versus evil and how the mm-hmm. lacking of the God, of, of, of believing in God and, and, and Jesus Christ and, and whatever level that you want to take that to was how this is all connected. And that's right. when I was like, oh, my God, this all makes too much sense. Mm-hmm. And that was literally when I went, I, I look at everything different. I haven't turned right. the television on to watch any of that stuff during the day. I'm listening to other things. And it's changed me as a person. Like I'm looking at uh, conversations I have with people are different. And right. some of the people that, you know, you go through cleansing processes where you're not talking to certain people. And over the past year, I'm sure that's happened even more so. I know there's a lot of people once uh, uh, I started doing a lot of more of these interviews where we're doing deep dives. Some people just didn't agree with it. And again, it's just because they haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, there's some people that I know that I probably won't necessarily, it's not that I don't want to have a conversation with them. We're just on two completely different pages now right. because I feel like you're finally, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word enlightened, but it's almost like I felt like I just got into a different level of awareness. And that's where I, I want to try to get more people to that point. And that's why I'm doing this, this show with you, not, I didn't expect it to go in this direction, to be honest with you. I didn't think, I really didn't. I, it was, I was, you know, I was, I was wanted to really just, you know, kind of talk about some of the facts to get, because I'm a, I'm a fact person. I'm you know, mm-hmm. very emotional and I use my intuition, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of facts. I love the facts. So I wanted to go through, you know, the facts so people would understand that. But the way, the direction that you took it literally filled in the missing puzzle pieces for me and then I'm going to let you take the take the, take it from there but I want to read this quote that you had that I wrote down that I I don't mind uh, <laughs> now that I got you on the air I hope you don't mind if I start using it but here it is it's people won't learn if you try to convince them persuade them or coerce them but will if you emulate what you're trying to share share from the heart and share your experience. Yeah. And that was when, when you said that during the interview I watched, I said, I got to talk to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't mind, I'm going to start using that. Um, oh, my pleasure. And uh, I kind of just went on a, a little bit of a tangent there, but I thought it was appropriate. So take, take it from there as to you want to comment on it. You want to elaborate. But, yeah, uh, I do. But, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think you're you're bringing the conversation to the root. Um, for some people, it's God. For other people, it's spirit. For other people, it's higher power. For other people, it's consciousness. And, you know, w- whatever word or concept makes people happy, the bottom line is that there is another force 
amongst us that guides us. And there is an energy in us and around us that influences us, not just on the, 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 the physical dimension. And so, you know, call that intuition, call that connection to a higher power, call that believing in God. You know, again, it all depends on the listener. Um, but we have strayed from some trust in guidance that's beyond human being. And, you know, yeah, is it good versus evil? Sure. But, but it's the fact of the matter is that each one of us has good and evil. And so we are, we are having to integrate the, the truth about consciousness is that there is light and dark in all of us. There is good and evil in all of us. And our job is not to separate out the good from the evil or the light from the dark, but our job is to start integrating it into the whole. Just like light and dark is integrated into the day, we have to start integrating the existence of light and dark. The other night I was having dinner with, with friends and, and one, of, one of the guys was saying that I just can't take all this darkness. I said, but there's more than just darkness. So I showed him a glass and I said, the water is in the midline of the glass. How do you see that glass? Three people around me said, it's half full. I said, really? To me, it's both. It's half full and it's half empty. Mm. We, we must start integrating the truth, which is we are all good and we are all evil. And we need to bring light to all of it. But if we try to suppress the darkness and remove the darkness and get rid of the evil, we're ignoring half of our being. So we are, we are in a place of shifting consciousness where what is happening on the outside is really a reflection of what's happening on the inside of us. That, that we have the darkness inside of us and it's time to bring light to it and integrate it into our beings. Um, have we lost our way from a higher power, from our intuition, from our critical thinking, from our own inner authority, from our own connection to something higher? Yeah, I believe we are being called to reintegrate and to reconnect. And in biblical times, if you look at the Old Testament, in the time of Noah, when God instructed the people to stop worshiping false gods and false idols, um, and they decided not to, they died. Mm -hmm. And so this is about a consciousness. This is about being willing to recognize where we have gone astray from, you want to call it God, great, higher power, spirit, our own intuition, our own inner authority, our own uh, need to integrate our shadows with our light. And this, I think, is where we are in human consciousness. And I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't know how it's going to look. But um, there is a certain level of trust in the light and in the consciousness that is going to help us through it 
so that we can come to another understanding because we don't know what's going to happen. We really don't. And we're hoping that we can continue to bring light to the darkness. And again, through the heart, through the sharing of our experiences. And, you know, there are going to be people who are going to say, no, your experience isn't right because they say it's not right. Like I, I, I have a child in my practice who significantly declined after vaccines. It's a, a neurotypical kid, no problems at all. And after a series of three vaccines, he developed seizures oh. and he declined even more where he lost his balance. He lost his coordination. He lost his ability to walk without holding on. He couldn't, he, he, he would fall if he wasn't held up. And when I shared that with a doctor, with the department of health who wanted to reject his medical exemption for further vaccines, the doctor said to me, well, we know that the vaccines had nothing to do with his neurological status. Now, this is a doctor who never read the chart, never spoke to the mother, never examined the kid, never looked at the vaccine ingredients and to see how they could damage the brain, never looked at any of it, but she knew. And this is what I mean about the experts knowing, even despite your experience, because they say, therefore it is. And we are, that system is dying, Michelle. Mm-hmm. That system is dying. The experience and the truth of the experience is what's going to help us get through this. And we can no longer deny our experiences because we have been. We've been turning away from them. We've been seeing the carnage and we've been saying, no, nothing's going on here. We've been walking past the dead horse on the lawn for decades and saying, I don't smell anything. (laughs) So we have been doing that. We've been doing that with government. We've been Mm -hmm. doing that with politicians. We've been doing that with the economy. We've been doing it with landlords. We've been doing it with doctors. We've been doing it with scientists. We've been doing it with the media. We've been doing it with the banks. Mm -hmm. We have been doing that. And now it's time to bring light to the dark. And the dark is helping us. Because they're showing all their cards. They're showing all the corruption. And so if we want to be part of the solution, we'll wake up to it and we'll integrate it and we'll accept it. And we'll look at our own darkness and say, is our own darkness part of why, is our own um, ignoring our own darkness part of why the darkness outside is being ignored? Because as it goes with outside, as it, as it goes inside, it goes outside. As it goes outside, it goes inside. As it is within, it is without. Um, and w- as it is without, it is within. At least for those people who, who believe in the world of consciousness and the world of spirituality, there is no outside. We're all this, it, it, whatever's reflected outside is a reflection of what's happening inside and vice versa. And so we are being called. I think we are being called to to put light on the dark. And again, if that's if that's coming back to God, if that's coming back to your intuition, 
if that's coming back to a higher power, if that's coming back to spirit, if that's coming back to um, uh, yourself, your own inner authority, it doesn't matter what you call it, but we need to return. We need to, to mark that return because there are some facts, Michelle, and I'm happy to finish off with some facts that, that are going to be painful to understand. And uh, hopefully we are on the, the dawn of, of those facts becoming more uh, widespread and, and more known so that we can heal this, this, this turning away from the truth, turning away from the dead horse on the front lawn and start to heal and integrate and accept and move on to something even bigger. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Give some of the facts. But before you do that, I just kind of want to reiterate that if the reason why most people are not dealing with the truth because they don't want to, you know, they have this, this false authority that they're believing in and they're taking their word for it and they've bought into it. Let's just call it what it is. They bought into that propaganda, that message. Okay. And if they're not willing to go ahead and question it because then they have to deal with themselves. It's almost at the point where, as you're saying, we need to bring the light to the darkness I don't want people to be scared of that. You need, if you want to move on in life and you want to move on in <laughs> just, just get things back to normal. If you want to call it that way, um, obviously we're going to be always a new normal. If we can all be at this uh, different level of enlightenment and being more conscious, but there are many, many ways, many, many techniques, many, many things that are just on the internet that are free that can get you through these stages of whatever you need to self-address in order to get past that point when you actually decide to be more self-reliant and be more right. conscious and, uh, you know, start to, to rely on your inner self. You don't have to go to a therapist if you can't afford it. So there's the excuse to actually acknowledge some of those issues, to take down those barriers what I want to just let people know is there's no more excuses. So if you're going to use that as an excuse that I, I, can, you know, I can't afford to go to the, do the therapy work, there's a lot of information and good resources that are free, that are online. If everybody's home, there's no more excuses. So if you want to take that, if you, you, know, you want to go down this road, because time, like you mentioned, in the time of Noah, guess what? If you... If you didn't listen, then you're going to die. Something is, you know, there's, and it's not saying that you're going, someone's going to kill you. You know, it, it, it's a bigger thing where it's even maybe your health will, will start to deteriorate because you've got all this stress that's inside you and it's going to end up causing other, other health related issues. So it, it's not meaning that someone's just going to come in off you. They're, they're, because uh, like you had mentioned, a lot of the times people aren't addressing the main issues to why they have an illness. They might get sick because they're still holding all this stuff inside and that is not healthy for them. But now you can actually have a means to have a release. So no more excuses. The, the barriers are, are, are all taken down. It's just a matter of people need to decide, am I going to do this? If that's why I'm still believing in these authorities and it's time to not do that, bring that light to the darkness. 
So I just wanted to make that kind of apparent before you ended up and you talk about some of the facts because you can't deny it any longer and, and, and keep living this way when the, the world is shifting. And, and I just want people not to be left out when the good takes over the evil and the, the light does take over that darkness when, uh, that sh- when it starts to happen on a bigger scale. And you don't want people to you don't want people to die or get sick either, you know, or, or or live a life where it's not as as abundant as it could be or as happy as it could be. Right. So that's that's my soapbox great. kind of great. Thing. No, great. So I'll let you I'll let you great. finish up saying then you got to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, we certainly have had you know here we are in in 2021 and and um, we have had a quite a ride with this uh, COVID-19 illness. And, you know, um, it, it has gotten into the heads of, of the majority of the population that uh, will be saved by a vaccine. And somehow along the, the, the road for the last, oh, 70 years, um, we have become indoctrinated into the idea that a vaccine is our savior that there is nothing else. Um, there's absolutely no reason to believe there's anything else. Um, and um, for those of us who've done the research and the scientific um, assessment of, of the research that is easy for anybody to access, um, we have come across an understanding that, that actually um, that is not the only way of, of healing. And if it is a way of healing at all. And so, you know, here we have an illness um, where the recovery rate is over 99%. Um, It's a little lower in the elderly and people above 75. The um, recovery rate is lower. It's like 94%. But for the majority of people, greater than 99% recovery rate is pretty, pretty, pretty high and and quite good and somehow we think that the only way we'll recover is from a vaccine and so what i'm noticing is that is that people are still afraid even though they're told that the recovery rate for this is over 99 percent in addition we have doctors around the world Um, who have treated hundreds, if not thousands of patients who present with the classic symptoms of the SARS-CoV-2 virus infection. And we have multiple reports of prevention of people from being hospitalized, prevention of people dying, um, prevention of people getting severe illness, with protocols of medications and supplements that have healed people. And what we have around the world is a complete censorship of that information. And again, for those who worship the gods of vaccines and the authorities, they're going to say, oh, but those drugs and supplements don't work. Like, okay, where's your authority on that? Mm -hmm. Well, but they say they're not going to work, so therefore they don't work okay, well, where's their authority on that? And so 
we have real-time experience of hundreds, if not thousands, of doctors taking care of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of patients who've recovered, who didn't die, who didn't get hospitalized, who were treated with medications and supplements. But that is being ignored, and it's being censored. And so I'm curious as to why people are not curious why that information is being censored. Exactly. It, it, it should bring out, uh, huh? What, mm-hmm. why, why would they censor that information? But then when you go even further, you realize that as long as the governments of the world are declaring a state of emergency, then they can implement something called the emergency use authorization, whereby a non-fully tested, non-fully licensed, non-fully approved um, intervention like a vaccine can be given when no other treatment has been shown to be effective. Mm -hmm. And so it's the powers that be are making sure that no other treatment has been shown to be effective so that they can utilize the vaccine. And that should make one question also, like, why would they do that? Why would they want the emergency use authorization to be implemented for a vaccine when it says that if there's other treatments available, you won't need uh, an emergency use authorization for a non-licensed, non you know, approved vaccine. And so again, no curiosity. And instead, people are just running to, I want to get the vaccine, I'm going to do my, I'm going to do my duty for the world. When, if you look at the science of vaccines, you notice that, you know, the research usually takes seven years, 10 years, 15 years to fully evaluate a vaccine. And people are ignoring that and just saying, this is going to help us. And the, the, the uh, vaccine has been um, not, it hasn't been tested on animals appropriately. And then here we are in January of 2021, and all of a sudden Pfizer came out with a report that said they did do animal studies. Like, wait a second, don't you usually put out a report about animal studies before you go to human trials? <laughs> They're like, oh, he forgot so, it was in the drawer. You're like, wait, right. what? <laughs> so, so all of a sudden, you know, people are, are sending me this report when there really is no, there are no data. Like, they're just sending me a report. And, yeah. and why is this coming out nine, ten months after human trials were started? Like, wouldn't you usually put the trials out first? The other thing is that people believe that this is a vaccine because they say so. When this is not a vaccine, the technology that's being used for this injection has never been used in the history of vaccines before. So how do we know that it's going to behave like a vaccine? Because what is a vaccine supposed to do, Michelle? It's supposed to 
prevent the illness. It's supposed to prevent death. And it's supposed to prevent transmission of the germ. Well, even the researchers doing the studies have said, we don't know if it prevents death. We don't know if it presents, prevents the illness. And we don't know if it's going to stop transmission. Right, but so yet, what is it? So, well, so that, what, that's the what point. are you giving me then, right? Correct. That's the question we should say. Right, so but this? people are not asking that. And that's the question I ask. If it's using a technology that's never been used before with vaccines, and we've not yet been able to ascertain whether it's going to prevent death, whether it's going to prevent the illness, or whether it's going to stop transmission, then what is it? And so when you delve further into it, you realize that it has the potential to... Um, to influence gene therapy on your body. Mm -hmm. And this is where you get the wooden nickel in the slot machine again. Because it's, well, why would they do that? They wouldn't do that. That's not possible. And so, but I'm going to do my good for the world and I'm going to get the vaccine. So this is the worship that we've been talking about over the last hour where there's a devoteeism, there's an undying, non-questioning devoteeism. If they're giving us a vaccine, I accept that it's a vaccine. If they're giving us a vaccine, I accept that they've done the proper studies, even though there's no real good safety data, and even though the safety data that they have done, that we've been able to get our hands on, has shown massive, massive damage and potential death, even though all of those things, we're still going to accept that this is a vaccine that's going to save us and I'm going to do my part. And now that millions of people have gotten vaccinated and there are tens of thousands of serious adverse events reported, which is not making it into the mainstream, people are still wanting the vaccine even though it's not been proven to be a vaccine. There are chemicals in there, technology in there, that have never been studied on humans before. This technology that's being used has failed miserably in prior attempts as a vaccine. When they tried to do RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, and prior coronavirus vaccines using this mRNA or messenger RNA technology, it proved disastrous to the animals that were studied, which is why they skipped the animal studies this time because they knew that it caused disastrous results in those animals, many of whom died. And so the potential for autoimmunity in these injections is immense. The potential for death is immense. The potential for anaphylactic reactions is immense. And all for an illness that has greater than a 99% recovery rate if physicians are allowed to treat them with the appropriate drugs and supplements.
And so anybody hearing this, if they can add 2 plus 2 and get 4, should raise an eyebrow and say, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. Why are they putting this injection into us? And why are they locking us down over something that has a 90, greater than a 99% recovery rate? And again, the, the lack of questioning, immense. But on the other side, there are a number of people who are waking up. People who never thought to consider questioning injections or vaccines before, who are now saying something smells fishy. And so that's why I said before, and you said, you know, we're bringing light to the darkness because the darkness is helping us bring light to it because it's showing us the grave inconsistencies and the corruption that, that is involved in all of this. You know, and I think what happened is they got so arrogant and they got so ahead of themselves, all the different entities, because we have been believing them, buying their products, listening to what they have to say, believing their excuses, and just going along with the flow for so long, they said, these people are so stupid. We can get away with anything. That's correct. I mean, they really are stupid because they keep voting us in. Let's just say that, you know, they got in with real votes, right? So they keep voting us in, and look what we do to them. Um, well, we keep selling them stuff. We keep, you know, t- telling them all these different things. We censor them, and they're still on our platform, and we're still making billions of dollars. So, you know what? We can get away with anything. And I think they got ahead of themselves. They finally pushed it too much where there's no return now because the masks are off. And it's just a matter of how many people are going to finally start to realize it. And as you said, more of them are. But right. they, they, they pushed the American people, well, the world, not just America. They pushed it too, they, they pushed it too far. And probably, you know, it's like anything else. When, you, when you, you're too big for your britches, uh, and that's when you fall. You know, when, when somebody, or they're too into themselves or that ego takes over and they edge out God is usually when they have their fall from grace and all of a sudden that famous person's not so famous anymore. Right. Not well, I think it's interesting. Yeah. What happened? It, it, yeah, it's interesting because um, sometimes the light doesn't have to do anything but just let the dark shoot itself in the foot because the darkness <laughs> almost always shoots itself in the foot because of its arrogance. It's because it doesn't believe. Yeah, it doesn't believe that it's going to get caught. And it doesn't believe that people are going to be smart enough to know what they're doing. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, certainly that doesn't, that doesn't mean we should just sit back and watch. Um, but it does mean that, that the darkness is helping. Uh, it, it, they're helping us do what we need to do because their, their, their arrogance is, is showing so greatly that they don't think that people are going to get it. And for this, for, for some parts they're correct, but for other parts they do end up shooting themselves in the foot and uh, we'll see how that all, all uh, works itself out. Yeah. It's like they, 
Their in, agendas and intentions are so evil and it's so not good for people and they're so self-serving that it's almost like it's, it's leaking out their pores that it's become so apparent and mm-hmm. you, they can't stop themselves. You're going, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, normally, you're, like you're saying, they shoot themselves in the foot. You give enough rope, somebody will hang themselves. You know, the other phrase, but it's now at the point where, and they keep doing it. Even though you're going, oh, uh, you, you know what you just said, and they just keep going and going. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. They, they, they can't help themselves to keep making it worse, which right. is only better in the big picture. Right. But I, I do, um, I do want to say that, that um, you know, this is not a doomsday situation. No. Uh, no. I, and I do believe that um, if we continue to do our parts and stay in the light and trust, and trust that we're protected and that we're guided, and that that our curiosity needs to continue and our questioning needs to continue, and our blind trust in the authority needs to shift and that um you know we need to continue to bring light to the dark and we will continue to persevere and all of this from a pediatrician who knew right (laughs) well thankfully (laughs) thankfully we're not just what we do in the world say that again (laughs) i said thankfully we're not just what we do in the world Uh, yeah, like I said, this is not where I thought this conversation was going to go, but it needed to happen and, uh, absolutely amazing. I, I'm beyond impressed is not even the word to describe. Um, I can only imagine what an amazing, what an awesome pediatrician you are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If this is your, this is your ideology and this is how you feel and you, and this is what your passion is all about, um, God, you make me want to think. Should I should I go adopt a kid so I can have you be yeah. a pediatrician? I don't have one, and I think it's a little late to make one. But yeah, should I go? Should I go no, buy that's, one? <laughs> that's very sweet. <laughs> that's very sweet. Um, I love what I do. I love the children. Um, I do take a very very broad holistic perspective in my office. I address the spirit of the child, the emotions, the psyche the mental state, the psychological, the, the physical, um, body, mind, and spirit. It's, it's all in the office and I get to, I get to play. I get to, um, try to figure out what's going on in the child's life that, that could optimize his or her health. I get to work with parents who are willing to be conscious, who are willing to grow and are willing to maximize the potential for their children's growth. And that's inspiring. Um, and um, it's a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun because um, I work with a lot of great, great families who, who get it and who mm-hmm. want to get it and who want to grow. And that's where I think we're headed in our civilization is, you know, people want to grow. They want to challenge. They want to, um, to learn. And they want to make uh, higher choices in their lives. So are you accepting new patients? I mean, I have a feeling that once people listen to this and if they're in your area, they're going to want to take their children to you. So is that an option? Um, I, I have, uh, no. I, my, my practice is, is mostly closed. I, I do, I do um, welcome new patients here and there. Um, it's on a situational basis, depending on, you know, the schedule and depending on um, um, how many openings I have. 
<clears throat> but um, if people want to go to northportwellnesscenter.com, um, you can read um, all the stuff on my website, my interviews, my podcasts, my um, um, newsletters. It's all in there. Um, some people can use drpalevsky.com, D-R-P-A-L-E-V-S-K-Y.com. I also have an Instagram page, at drpalevsky.com, and uh, where more of my interviews can be found. And, um, yeah, I mean, my hope, my dream is to continue to do broader teaching and broader um, offerings of, of information to the population so that they can go off and live their lives to their maximum. Um, my, my goal is to inspire people to their greatest good and to their highest good so that they don't have to rely on physicians or people like me, um, but they can use me as a check-in. You know, similar to the way, you, you know, a toddler grows up. When a toddler starts to be, when an infant becomes a toddler, the toddler will go away from the parent, turn around, check in, and then keep going. And that's the kind of physician I think we all need to be, is have the resource to check in, but then go off and explore our own worlds and, and live our own worlds in our greatest and in our highest good. Yeah, your your mission is to give them the tools and the constant check-in uh, so that they have the ability to go yeah, and do this on their own. But Correct. then rely on you when they need to. It's like you're letting Correct. the bird go fly from Correct. the nest. Every once in a while, they like kind of need a tune-up. And you're like, come on back over here. And Correct. it's bigger than just being a pediatrician. Mm. Um, it's so, and <laughs> you're, it, it is, I mean, you're, I, I, I'm, I'm good at picking this stuff up. I mean, obviously that's probably <laughs> where you're headed, but your message and your delivery, um, and just the passion in your voice is, it's unbelievable. Um, so you need to be out there more. And I know it's probably difficult because you do have a thriving practice and you're very mm -hmm. busy, but more people need this because this is, this is the message that I think can change things and you can change, things can change quickly. People have the yes. ability to do that immediately. I mean, they can listen to this interview and all of a sudden turn the light switch on and go, Oh, I get it now. And let me tell my friends because that's what needs to happen. So all of the contact information for you is going to obviously be in, in our blog. So the, that, and the, all the links will be there so that way people can find you better. Are you doing any um, live um, events that on a regular basis so people can tune in to you more often or we're not there yet or any, anything like that do you want to promote? Because I know that once people hear you, they're going to want to hear you more often. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. Um, I, do, I do a webinar every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Dr. Tenpenny, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. It's called Critically Thinking with Dr. T and Dr. P. Um, hmm. there, is, there are archived uh, shows on my website and also on disseminate.tv forward slash at critically thinking. And, um, and there's more. I mean, I've been doing, uh, if you look at my newsletters and my, my media site on my website, you'll see that there are interviews that I keep doing that, that pretty much once a week, once every other week, 
they keep coming out and um, I post them in, in my Instagram page. I post them in Telegram. Um, I post them. I don't even know if I post them on Facebook anymore because I pretty yeah, much don't even look at Facebook much. Um, it, it's not a safe. They censor all of us. I'm being censored yeah. right now, pretty hardcore. So. Yep. I, I don't want to be a member of a club that doesn't want me. Um, and I'll just go elsewhere. So, yeah, there, I'm, I'm, I'm often doing something to, to speak out and share information that will hopefully inspire people to think critically. Well, we're going to promote you heavily on our purpose-driven patriotic resource platform, and I'm going to have all that information. I'm going to put the webinar, uh, a link to the webinar, and if I can embed it, I will, um, on the homepage so that people can access it. And I'll, I'll make sure it's very easy and in multiple locations on our site because, like I said, this message I think is what people need to hear to make the change to, to, to take that next step. Because for me, it was that miss, missing puzzle piece. And I think also for the people that want to have a conversation with their family and friends, they'll, this will help them reposition how they approach it because if they're going at it just fact-driven, like you said, that's not the way to approach this because there's too much almost indoctrination and trust in that false authority that um, those people aren't listening. Wow. Yeah, well said. That was a good yeah. summary. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Larry. Dr. Larry pa- Pilevsky. Yeah, who uh, – wow. I didn't I, – uh, that's all I can say. Um, powerful stuff. You're you're an amazing man. You're married though, Thanks. right? Um, sorry. I said you're you're married happily with with wife I'm and kids. I'm a single man. Ah, happily, see, I'm a happily I'm... single man. <laughs> I only throw that out there when I, I, I but my guests I kind of you know, I kind of put them on the spot just because I I get a lot of comments from listeners and they ask me those questions. Uh, so I told my audience members that I would you I would always get it out in I would always get it out in a conversation. I'm not I'm don't worry, I'm not gonna encourage people to stalk you. <laughs> they never know. You know, no, they no, I, I you never know. Love I, online. It happens. Remember back in the days of AOL it was love online. They are the right, ones right. With. Right. Uh, no, I am I am um <laughs> I'm a very fortunate man who 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 is really beginning his life uh, in, later in life rather than early. So um, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> All right. I just want the audience to know. So because I know that when they go to the website, they're, you might have a fan club started. So I'll just leave it at that. That's very generous. Thank you. That's very <laughs> you're, sweet. you're a good looking man. So you, okay. gonna, you might have a fan club starting soon. Wow. All right. Well, uh, like you said, amazing information message, and uh, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you, Michelle. It was it was great doing this. I told you, Dr. Larry Palevsky is an amazing man. We're adding his podcast to our must listen to page. Everything homeresourceplatform.com. Take action tab. Just a few things before we go. I know it is a very long episode today, so I appreciate everybody sticking to it, sticking with us. I want to mention two quotes, one from Dr. Zeb Zelenko. He said, two major risk factors of dying from COVID-19. One, the state you live in, and two, meaning the physical state. 
like the location. And number two, the doctor you choose. Interesting, huh? And of course, I've mentioned her before, Vera Sharav. She is a survivor of the Holocaust. And she said, these crimes against humanity are even worse than the Holocaust. And she said, at least in Germany, they never tried to convince us it was for our own good. Wow. Wow, people. Wow. It is time to renew our faith, restore our republic, rebuild our economy, reopen America 100%. Once you commit, everything changes. Don't be a mask hole. Stop being shawshanked. You want to wear it? Go right ahead. <laughs> we know it doesn't work and it only, it only makes you sick. And it is a symbol of control and tyranny. But don't mask shame people who are smart, who are looking out for their own health and who are taking personal responsibility. Put on your common sense caps and try to leave them on all day. If you can't sleep in them, there are no conspiracies and there are no coincidences. Courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. They're contagious, people. They are contagious. Those who stand for nothing fall for anything. The only thing necessary for triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. You may choose to look the other way, but you can never say again that you did not know. First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I am not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, which they're doing now, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Whew. Yeah, what a show. What a show today, everybody. What a show today. A special thank you to all of our partners of the Everything Home Social, a conscious referral network. Their information, their episodes, and their websites are listed on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. If you go to the show write-ups, the show write-ups, which for these oh, 364 live segments delivered by our 155 partners, if you go to the show write-up, you can go directly to their websites by just clicking the blue name of their company or what they do, and it'll take you right there. A lot of them have free information. And, of course, all of their shows are listed on our must-listen-to page. Everything is under the Take Action tab. And the shows are all listed under the Purpose Driven Partners page, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Listen to some of them. Try to tune in to us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time to start your great awakening journey, to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, make a difference, especially in your communities. I want to thank everyone who's been listening. The numbers have been off the charts, especially through the Global Enlightenment Radio Network, one of our platinum partners. That's Big D over there. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And also thank you for sharing this show and platform with your friends and family. Encourage everyone to listen and use this as a resource. It really is the ultimate resource platform for everything that you need. And if you could share it with your friends and family so they can start their great awakening journey too and start to take action. Don't forget the rally with Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, the notorious MTG, and Congressman Matt Gates is this Friday in Mesa, Arizona at 6.30 p.m. May 21st, this Friday the Delta Hotels Marriott, the information for that, to get the free tickets, the tickets are free, go to everything, Home Resource, 
platform.com, the Take Action tab, and click the a, uh, live events page, the live events page, and there's a whole bunch of Arizona ones, and then there's obviously ones that are nationwide on the live events page, so go check those out, and I encourage you to attend, and don't forget about the recall, the recall for Mr. Rusty Bowers, Rhino Rusty. We got to get them out, people. We got to get them out. So it, uh, we need your help. We need to get some more signatures. So if you're in Legislative District 25, which is the Mesa area, you want to go to, again, everything is on that Take Action tab. Just go to the Arizona Recalls page, click on the Rhino graphic. You'll see his big Rhino face. It'll take you to the Recall website, which is being promoted and spearheaded by one of our platinum partners, America Restored. And of course, Mike Lindell is supporting that too. We've got to get this guy out. We've got to get this guy out. You can then get your petition information. You can sign up. You can volunteer. And all of that is on the website, the Arizona Recalls page. So please go check that out. Take Action tab. Everything is at the Take Action tab. I believe that is everything for today. I know it was long, so thank you for your patience, but a lot of quality content, lots going on in this country, and we are close. We are at the precipice. We are at the edge of losing Lady Liberty forever, so it's time we all take action. Take action once a day, at least once a day to do something, and that list, that long list of things to do, that to take action tab, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Tune in Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time for another episode of Purpose Driven Partners here on the Everything Home Talk Radio Show, patriotic purpose-driven resource platform, five guests, seven-minute segments filled with tons of tips and takeaways. And in the patriotic soapbox at 1 p.m. is Dr. Pam Popper, the founder of Make Americans Free Again, one of our platinum partners. I highly encourage you to check it out. They are listed at the Take Action tab must follow groups, companies, organizations, and people. Join the organization. You'll be glad you did for personal, for patriotic, for your civic duties, and also for your business. So that is it, everybody. I am going to let you go. I know it's been a long, long show, but well worth it, I hope. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you got something out of it, and thanks for sticking around. I believe you're awake. Go take action on what we shared. Go make a difference. Make it a great day because you deserve it. Friday, 12 p.m., nooner, back here. EverythingHomeLive.com. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. Thank my lucky stars to be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly
listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Thank <laughs> you.